0: Batman's a very like heavy metal voice. Was like, I'm Batman. But it's like very grungy, right? I'm Batman. Nah, that's too deep. I can't do it. I'm Batman. Where are they,
1: Rachel? I'm Batman.
2: (laughs) Where are they? Where's the trigger? welcome to after live the unofficial collider live after show this is episode 15 uh, i'm your host mike and let me introduce you to my awesome co-host for this awesome episode in general first off we've got my regular jay wade what is up bro up much man hope everybody's having a great week so far and also since we're still doing the uh, after live female auditions again here on the show we have kaylin back
3: hello guys hey
2: oh tonight we have a guest for the first time on the podcast uh we uh we know him we love him he is the great musician mad musician known as david b
0: hey what's up everybody i sat down and all of a sudden i need to take a dump let's do this (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, At least we're not now. in the same room, we're not together or anything. You can just do it while we record.
0: No no no, I'll be fine. I'll pretend it's a Avengers Endgame. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it five times for this moment.
1: <laughs> that was just prep for this. I love exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Good.
2: Uh so we are discussing Collider Live this week. Uh, and it is a little bit early. We're recording on a Thursday because, uh, we have obligations for this weekend. Uh, I will update you guys on the Friday show at the end, but, uh, we're going to talk about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, which was episode 138, 139, 140, and 141. Uh, so, Monday show, they are on the new Collider Live channel. What do you think about the transition from, uh... Collider videos to their new channel.
3: Um, I, I noticed no difference whatsoever. Mainly because I'm subscribed to them, so when I hit subscriptions in YouTube, the videos are just sort of there in chronological order. Um, so it it impacted my life in no way. But I am wondering about people who uh maybe check in and out periodically and uh the show just magically hasn't been there this week and they're wondering what happened to it but i haven't heard any chatter about that
0: yeah and uh for me uh i'm kind of the same i was subscribed to literally everything collider related so it had no real effect on me i was still able to catch the show but i am actually very glad though they have their own channel it just kind of shows how much the show has grown to be like its own thing like a a part of Collider, but also kind of separate from Collider if that makes sense. And that's kind of the main reason why I like it so much.
1: Yeah, I I obviously dig it and I'll refer back to a couple weeks ago when uh when uh they so graciously had me on as a as a as a call in guest trying to win something, but in my head they they were like hey we need Jay wade to call in and i called in and they asked my opinion on on it and i gave it to them which was that it's a really good idea um that being said i was in our general chat room for this podcast typing don't forget it's on the collider live channel today and as i was typing that i was sitting on collider videos waiting for the live stream icon (laughs) to come up
2: Oh my god, that's funny. No, I've noticed, like, we, uh, I checked the Facebook group often, and there was a couple people there, like, making posts. Where's the new Collider Live? I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm thinking, wait, did you not hear the announcement? Did you not understand the transition?
3: You mean the 12 announcements?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They made the announcement early, even. You know what I mean? <laughs> Due to popular yeah. demand.
0: Yeah. Dude, interneting is so hard, dude. You don't know.
1: Exactly. <laughs> how, um, how
0: does one web browser <laughs> I'm sorry for that.
2: That's a good one. I'm write that down. <laughs> okay, um so um from last week, uh it continues on the sto- the adventures of Finstock because last week uh there was mentioned about him objectifying his sister, talking about his, her big butt, and now it's with his mother now, which is, uh, because he's seen her naked, and her breasts are, and, uh, she's got big, I'm not saying it, I'm just trying to be very PG here, and, uh, I don't understand about, uh, him at all, I guess it's just been stuck. (laughs)
3: So, I'll say the word. He said that his mother has big areolas, and I'm, first of all, I'm impressed that he knows that word a little bit, Um, but also, so I, I actually started asking people last week, just people in my life, like... Is this okay for you know someone to say that their sister's hot and has a big booty or whatever? And most people are like, yeah. I mean, if they don't mean it, you know, they can objectively say, yeah, someone's attractive, um, especially if they know they have a big butt. But this, uh, this is there's no excuses for this. Um, he he doesn't need to know that first of all, and. Second of all, if he does. He needs to pretend like he never saw them. Cause I hope it was an accident.
0: Yeah, that'd be very weird if it was on purpose.
3: Or like, his household is weird.
0: Yeah, probably <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's that's Finstock, though, right? That's the kind of reason we all love him. He's just kind of an out there sort of dude. So, but yeah, I, I mean, personally, I have two younger sisters, and I would. I would never say they're like, "Oh, my sisters are so hot, dude!" Like just saying that in a mocking way makes me feel really gross. So, yeah, eh, it it is what it is, I guess.
1: Well, I actually I have something to say directly to Finstock. Um, oh yeah, I, dude, Finstock, you're a one upper, dude. Even if you're the only one talking, you're one up in yourself, man. You come out talking about your sister's booty, and ooh, everybody's so shocked and shit, man. How could he say that? Dude, last week I talked about my brother's sexy asses and tight pants, man. What? You know, then Roxy comes back in the studio like, ooh, Finstock doubled down. Going on about how you're talking about you seen your mom naked, and she's got nice big boobs and big areolas and all this, and... You know, ooh, my mom's got nice boobies. (laughs) Shut up, dude. My mom's got, my mom, dude, I'm not even going to talk about my mom. You know why? My dad's got a sweet wang, bro. And I'm talking top-notch, pro-cut, no-great-clip shit, too. Does push a bit to the right, but he's right-handed, so that's okay, you know? But, I mean, just think think like a crinkled-up beer can up toward the top, you know? But literally, a beer can, bro. Oh my God. Stepchildren, nice and shiny. Dude, one thing my dad never did was teach me how to shave, man. Never taught me how to shave, dude. And I seen that, and I was like, man, I wish I knew how to shave my balls like that glorious man does. I basked in it. I basked in it, dude. My mom is a lucky woman. That's what I'll say about my mother. Challenge main... Come on, Finstock. What you got, dude? You gonna one up that or what?
0: All right. Well, it was nice talking to you guys. Uh, That's that's the show, I guess. Uh...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, David. This is Wade. In a nutshell, (laughs) Uh, um, dear God. Okay, so the Money Show. The big thing at the beginning they talked about was you know the aftermath of Schmodown, the live show from Houston. And uh, you know what? Let me ask David about this. David, you were there. How yes, was that? So I was. Tell me oh, the experience. Dude, it, was,
0: it, was, it was so much fun. I recommend anybody who's a uh, movie trivia down fan, that ever comes to your area, you should definitely, definitely check it out. It was so much fun. Uh, I, went, I went by myself because I don't really know people here in Houston that watch the show. But that being said, the community was so nice. Everyone was so friendly and open to conversing and we started talking about previous showdowns what we thought about the show what we thought was gonna happen during the show i totally i totally predicted oh i don't know if i can talk spoilers but i totally predicted the ending of the show just in case no one saw it uh i'll be i'll be nice no spoilers for me but i totally predicted it (laughs) totally predicted the end of that show um yeah it was just a lot of fun obviously i got i uh got to meet pretty much everyone that that was there uh, the the main announced uh, participants of the show the competitors obviously I got to meet I got to meet Christian and that was uh, that was really fun uh, I don't know uh, I'll, I'll try to post it later on on Twitter but I posted it on my Instagram uh, the photographer took photos of Christian and and me and Alice obviously and she took photos of like when Christian realized who I was and it was it was really sweet and I really love those photos you can literally see him go Oh shit! You're David B. And then, you, <laughs> and then you just see Ellis's face, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like what what Christian said on uh, on the show was is, is totally true. Like, Ellis did not know who the hell I was. He's like, how do you two know each other? <laughs> it's really funny. I have a I have a right man. I have a right mind. Just kind of crop out Ellis and just put pictures of me and Christian for the rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> But um, tag Alice in them.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so great to meet you two. And just it is just his arm around me. you see his hand? But yeah, I got to meet. I got to meet all those guys. I got to meet obviously the boys in the booth. I got to meet Cody and Alex who were there. Christian, uh, uh Copster, which he doesn't like to be called, but that's the the other Christian. Right. And uh, and then uh, yeah, everybody else. I don't know. I don't know what else I can say because I really feel like it'll be spoilers. based on based on who was there but uh the people who were there uh i met all of them and particularly pertaining to the collider the cut collider live cast uh the minute i told everybody who i was they were so friendly completely open we we talked a little bit i had a little conversation a little moment with everybody and it was just it was just a lot of fun man i had a really really great time
2: so how was the reaction to them talking about um finally hearing that song you made about like a month ago
0: <laughs> uh, uh first of all I'm kind of, i i officially know that nobody in that booth is subscribed to my youtube channel
2: <laughs> i thought about that too and i was just like that's that's what youtube is you subscribe to the person get notifications of the new video and you n- yeah, they never yeah. got it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly because uh, the first, the first thing Christian said to me, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm David B." He was like, "Oh shit, David B. Where the hell have you been?" And I was like, "What?" Man. But, but yeah, that I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really glad they liked it. I'm glad it plays. I really like, kind of like switching it up a little bit. I really like. I forgot the dude's name, but somebody posted a video of clips from movies, and he used my song over it. Mm-hmm. And the so- and the song actually works. Really, really well. It's like, oh shit! You can't even tell. Like, you feel like it's a part of the of the movie, which lets me know um, I should be hired for film composition. Um, if anyone's <laughs> interested,
1: yeah, I'm my right. professional
0: email my professional email address. But
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, as fans of Claire Live and you, of course, we featured the song a month ago on our podcast. So we were on the ball when it came out. So. <laughs> man it was just like wait are you kidding me how did we get the
1: exclusive before they did
2: you know christian
1: did have a good point though david you need to post that shit in the facebook group
0: all right somebody did post in the facebook group i thought that would be enough yeah they did did. no one saw the video
1: so thanks collider live community
3: (laughs) oh snap
1: thanks a lot guys be sure to tune in for my next song
0: yeah that being said, please, for the love of God, subscribe to my YouTube channel.
3: <laughs> I want Hell you to yeah. know that I subscribed to your YouTube channel just today.
0: Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Where? What about the other two?
1: I subscribed. I subscribed um, long ago, man.
0: All right. Just checking. Yep. Just checking. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah my, my YouTube is, uh, in case anyone's interested, it's officially YouTube.com slash C slash David B. Music. that should be pretty easy right i think
1: yeah Yeah. definitely uh, yeah go check it out go
2: check it out for sure uh but so with schmodown and actually speaking of schmodown our producer here uh josh he does a podcast called talking schmodown and you'll Mm -hmm. probably cover this in the future but just to let you guys know you can listen to it along with this show so heads up for you listeners out there um speaking of schmodown uh, christian revealed that booker t is actually involved in the storyline of the uh schmodown which i'm kind of excited to see how that works out yeah
0: yeah uh again no spoilers but the role uh he played was very very much uh a good role for booker t he played it naturally obviously because it's booker t right right and uh, it's just it was Personally, for me, it was a lot of fun. I grew up being more of a WCW guy instead of a WWE guy. That's right, kids, I watch wrestling. And uh, as soon as Booker, I saw Booker, I was like the only one yelling, hey, look, that's Booker. It's the five-time, five-time, five-time. See, no one gets that reference except me. I don't care. I'm a wrestling (laughs) nerd.
1: I get it. (laughs) I was just letting you roll with it, man.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I will say this though, this is this is a mild spoiler. Very mild spoiler. Unfortunately, there's no spinner rooney. I know. I'm just trying to tamper your expectations now. There's no spinner rooney. I'm sorry.
1: What? Moment of silence. No, don't say anymore. I don't wanna know anymore. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about and I don't wanna know.
0: (laughs) Would that be a spoiler telling you something that doesn't happen?
3: Not if we don't know what that word means, so...
0: There you, there you go. <laughs> that, that, that would be like me going like, Hey guys, mild spoil, spoiler for Avengers Endgame. A lot of people don't die.
1: Dude, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Man, I was just going to see it tomorrow. Man. Nope.
0: nope, nope. Russo Brothers said it was okay to spoil the shit out of it now. They said oh.
3: it was
1: fine.
0: They said it was fine. Russell brothers everyone knows oh. our hot order judge jury and executioner you should have gone you've had a month oh.
1: That's okay I went to see it like the day after it came out so of course. <laughs> Who did it? Who did it? Yeah I Honestly, know right Great movie. Oh.
2: Yes. Yes. But yes. yes. Topic. Yep so uh <laughs> Uh, they're, of course, as usual, talking, and and the El Pacino impressions come back, and that's, like, my best favorite thing about, like, they just pop out the El Pacino. Um, I just loved it. Um, but actually, I want to ask you guys a question. Can you guys do any impressions?
3: Oh, um, no, but my husband, that is his, um, that's what he practices every morning in the shower. And so he's... Uh, and I have to, like, judge them and give him critiques and stuff um, often before I've had coffee. And is, he,
1: is he nearby right now?
3: He's, he's across the house. Um, I can go grab him if you need him. Um, <laughs>
1: he, I, I, I don't okay. know about everyone else, but I'd actually like to hear some of these impressions, to be honest. I'd like oh. to judge it, too, actually. I want to judge oh. it.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, well, if you give me a moment, I will go grab him, and then he okay. will be mortified, but I will be right back. <laughs>
1: yeah, sounds sure. good. Sure. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love impressions. <laughs> in the
0: meantime, I do a couple of impressions.
1: Yeah, what do you I, do? Uh,
0: I do a mean uh, Gollum. Uh. Let me see if I can get it in the mood. Uh, let me try to remember it so it's like...
1: Gollum! golem. golem. <clears throat>
0: Stupid fat hobbits. They're Just so sweet. I love fish. Hell yeah. And, uh... Hell yeah. I think that's pretty much it, really. I used to be able to do a Stitch from Lilo's Stitch, but, um... Gollum kind of destroyed Stitch recently, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can still do Stitch, um... Ohana. Ohana meets family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's okay. pretty. It's pretty close. And like, and then just like, just like, terrible like, uh, politically incorrect characters that I don't want to get into. So, uh, oh
1: boy, I definitely want to hear those off uh, off air.
0: Off off, off air off oh, air. I don't. Off I, don't, air. I, don't yeah. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need the uh, the web to come after me.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I I when and, yeah, right. and got him. All right. I went and got him. Um, he, uh, I don't know that he feels prepared for this, but he's going to do some uh, impressions. He does some various things. He's the main things that he's practiced for me are, um, he uh, can do a Batman voice. He can do a Snoke voice from, is it Force the Force Awakens? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if y'all heard that. Is it wow. is it
0: Christian Bale's Batman? I like to hear. If it's Christian Bell, Batman.
3: here, I'm gonna give him the I'm gonna give him Sweet. my headphones.
1: Sweet. Hey, hey, oh, wow. hey, let's hear, let's see hear some Batman, dude.
0: Oh man, uh, all right, bear with me. What, what does Batman normally say? <laughs> he lets everyone know who he is, that's what he usually says.
1: I'm Batman. Oh, that sucks. Nah, that wasn't good. <laughs> I, I love how how he's the one that does the impressions, yet Kalen is the one instructing him on how to do it, dude. I love <laughs>
3: it. That's, that's exactly right. You can tell he wears the pants in this relationship. I, I think he uh, forgot what he does because we normally do impressions in the
0: morning. This is true, yes. Normally I can do them without thinking about them.
2: <laughs> the pressure's on now. I mean, what else okay. you got? What?
3: Do your wicked witch character. It can cackle
0: like the wicked witch of the west it's really creepy. ooh i like to hear
1: that oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah <laughs> uh,
0: i give that an 8.9
1: an 8.9 that's not
0: bad that's not bad yeah considering it's yeah. on the spot that's not bad exact exactly yeah. i'm sure i'm sure if you were warmed up and you did your vocal exercises it'd be way better uh you're exactly right so he yeah, get, get it. it you get it i get it yeah. no dude i get yeah. it i'm the same way i get it
1: can you by chance do christopher walken
3: Christopher, I cannot do Christopher Walken. That's a that's a tough one. I've never. I, I keep.
1: I have the cowbell, the cowbell thing stuck in my head for some reason. <laughs> I was just wondering. I need a cure.
0: <laughs> yeah, Christopher Walken's hard because it's like cadence, right? Oh, you need well cowbell, <laughs> right? It's that weird cadence.
2: It's,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I don't. It, I don't understand how he does it. But it's just obviously natural to him, unless he's pulling a Gilbert Gottfried on us and has a completely different normal voice.
0: That might be it, because, like, when you see him act, he doesn't really talk like that when he acts. True. Like, uh, if anyone ever saw uh, Seven seven Psychopaths or Sociopaths, I guess, uh, he didn't talk like that at all. He was actually very good in that film.
1: Mm. Give us Batman one more time, dude. Pull it out, dude. Give it your all.
0: Batman's a very like heavy metal voice was like I'm Batman But it's like very grungy, right? Hold on. I'm Batman. Nah, that's too deep. I can't do it. I'm I'm Batman. Where are they?
1: Rachel I'm Batman <laughs> Where
0: are they? Where's the trigger? Kalen. I think uh I think she's gone guys.
1: Did the Joker show up? Moment. Oh my god, we Moment. summoned the Joker by doing Batman so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to hear Batman. I didn't mean to get the Joker involved.
0: you wanna know how I got these scars?
2: Oh no. Or updates.
0: Oh! That's why I'm an Apple owner. <laughs> Apple. For when you want to install your updates on your own time. I'm surprised after all these years they still use blue as their screen, considering the uh, implications of the blue screen, right? Right. Blue screen. Blue screen of death. Yeah. Very ballsy. Very ballsy of you, Windows. I see you.
2: So here is my impression. So be prepared, and I will repeat it for Kayla when she comes back in. But I'll just do it for you guys, right here, right now.
0: Oh shit! Here it comes.
1: <laughs> That's uh, good. Hell yeah. That is really good, dude. Hell yeah, man. Hell
3: yeah.
0: That is really good. You gotta say something like really pervy with that voice to
1: make it hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say hey, the word, Kalen, are you there? You, you say I the word, am Ari- here. Okay. Awesome.
3: Quick,
1: I do quick,
0: my- say Ari Say Ariola while you do it. Just
1: do it. <laughs> I'm glad I waited to drink my drink Fuck <laughs> 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 oh my fucking god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm
0: clipping the mic, that was
3: so good.
1: Oh man. Oh.
3: The- oh my goodness. Is- oh my gosh. <laughs> oh nice.
2: my god, it's,
0: that's I'm so good.
1: Clip, clip, clip. Oh
0: Wow! Wow, dude, (laughs) dude, you could legit. You should legit send that videotape to uh, that mixtape to Disney, dude. You're gonna be the next Donald.
2: Oh yeah! (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
0: (laughs) Anyways, what do you got? What do you got to do to make that voice? Uh, let's see. I will
2: teach all you listeners out there uh, a little trick you could do with doing the Donald Duck impression. Um, there are two ways. Uh, You could use with your vocals, but that's really hard to do. But the easiest way is, for me, I take my tongue and I put it into one of my cheeks, whether it's the left or right. Uh, You make an air pocket, and you just start going, using noises like, (laughs) and you just work with noises and work your way up to words. But you just make an air pocket in your cheek with your tongue. (laughs) And it just wow. takes a while in practice to do it. Um, I, I do it on my left cheek to make it work so
0: but that, yeah. is, that, is, that is very cool. When I do Gollum, that usually destroys my voice because that is
1: all like throat. It's just all nasal.
3: Oh all yeah. Oh I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't do any impressions. I mean I just I just talk like me. I mean, well, I, I I can do a stoner, but I just say I just say dude before every sentence and man after every sentence. So isn't that what you do, do already? Anyway. Well, yeah, actually, I had a teacher who used to call me dude man because of that. Wow. Yeah, true story. Yeah. So uh,
0: I do a valley girl impression. That's pretty easy. Cause you just gotta like say like at like every other like. Word and like end with like an inflection at
1: the end. Like say everything as if you're asking a question.
0: Yeah. So so like um you guys like uh so uh like you know when you're like uh going and then like. There you go. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> like um, the Sopranos finale just cuts off mid-sentence.
0: Exactly. You don't know where it was going. I'm curious. You're never gonna know.
2: Um, so, one of the things that Makuga was criticizing was he hates Aquaman. Uh, have you guys seen? Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen Aquaman?
3: So, I somehow, through no choice of my own, ended up seeing it three times in theaters. Um, so, the first time, it, it's very hard to watch and you have to get very used to the visuals and everything, it feels a little goofy. The second time it was easier to take in and I enjoyed it the most. And I still didn't love it, but it was fine. It was watchable. The third time though, I was just mentally picking apart everything that was going on. So I decided that the second watch is the best and then you should just stop and never watch it again.
0: Um, I saw it in the theater and I went in with the uh mentality that it was going to be cheesy, it was going to be pure spectacle. And I was just hoping it wasn't like Transformers level bad, Michael Bay Transformers level bad. And to me it wasn't. I had a great time with it. It was cheesy, the dialogue was goofy. I liked the whole like world adventure aspect of it. Obviously, I love the world building of it. And yeah, it's it's I mean, it's not a it's not a great great film. It's probably not one of the better uh, su- superhero films, for sure. But, I mean, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it for what it was. I had no real qualms with it.
1: Yeah, I- I'm yet to see it, so I have uh, no official take on it at this moment. Ah, uh, so... But, yeah, every
2: time, like, he brings it up, you know, and, and, <laughs> it's just so funny. And they just bring, He brings it up and, like... <laughs> is like none of it he's like nope nope we're not doing it we're not doing it <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay maybe they'll do it sometime because I had that thought too I was like um, I was thinking you should, they should bring like Mike Kalinowski to come on and just like to talk you know about that with Makuga just like Aquaman if they uh, do that as a debate kind of thing
1: have an Aquaman Schmodown uh, Kalinowski versus uh, Makuga the mild man <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh lord So
2: uh, they ch- Every like every show they try to make Roxy laugh and it's just Close to impossible just to do it Like she likes dogs but doesn't Like dog videos or even like any Comedic viral video they ever play on the show And they often Talked about comedies like their favorite comedies And what they made laugh so what is your Favorite
0: comedy
3: Oh boy Whoa, wow. something Someone else go first. Okay,
0: <laughs> I thought about this when they asked that question, and there's a lot of great comedies, obviously, but for me, the one I love the most—I laugh hard every time I've watched it—is *Blazing Saddles*.
2: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: I love that film. I love it for what it is. How like how much it just doesn't care. It goes after everybody. Like it's just. Raw and it's hilarious, and the jokes always land. And for me, it's kind of a timeless comedy, and it's just the fact too. It's it's like, it's a film that could never be made today, none in today's climate. Yeah. There's just no way. So, but the fact that it came out when it did did come out is just like also in its own way like a very spectacular, uh, feat of its own. So I love that film so much.
1: And I'd have to say Step Brothers for me, like, off the, without having time to think about it, that's something every time I watch it, I just laugh my ass off. And it's something I can put in, you know, I mean, not all the time, but maybe, you know, once a day or something like that, I could probably watch it.
0: That's a good one, too. I love that one. That one's super quotable, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just I'll go, go around, why are you so sweaty? I was watching Cops.
2: Very, uh, the one quotable film for me that I like to watch is Anchorman.
0: That's another good one. Oh, my
3: goodness! Scotch,
0: scotch, scotch. Uh, The big one for for me from that movie is uh, I'm in a glass case of emotion. emotion. (laughs) I I use that all the time. I
2: don't think milk was a good choice. What about you, Kaylin? Anything?
3: Oh, God. Yeah, um, probably... I don't don't, uh, tend to love a lot of straight-up comedies. Actually, that's not true. I don't tend to gravitate towards them, so I haven't watched a lot of the classic comedies out there, but I really do love Horrible Bosses, and I did not think I would going into it. It did not seem like my type of movie, and I just find it hilarious. Um but a movie that sort of got grouped into the same sort of thing with it I think it's because it came out around the same time is Bridesmaids and I, can, I don't like that movie for some reason wow. um, I, um, I, I'm not a big fan of poop humor uh-huh. and there's, there's a big old poop, you know a running <laughs> poop humor in that movie um, and so I was like, I don't know if I can handle this, but um, I do I just, I and I love a lot of movies more so that have comedy in them but aren't necessarily just straight up comedies and that's everything that came to mind just now.
2: Wow. Speaking of comedy, uh, besides the Schmodown, they uh, had... Mark Ellis was there doing his comedy shtick with... Uh, uh, they had Ken Napsack was there and then... Uh, um, I know Brett was there and they actually showed a clip of that after the promos which it was quite funny what'd you think of the the bit that brett did
3: um i don't remember it oh you know what no 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 i know why um i always watched the show on repeat later and i fast forward through the pro the their little commercials Uh, i'm betting i fast forwarded over it
1: you skipped right over it
3: that was probably a mistake Wah, wah, wah,
1: wah, wah. I wish I'd skipped right over it. <gasps> oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you, Brett. I love you, Brett. I enjoyed it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was. It just. It felt right. It sounded I, good in my head.
0: I I think I'm gonna throw up. It was such a nice dinner. and I'm gonna throw up.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, now I have I'm to go
1: watch it. Yeah, it's just
2: after the (laughs) promos on the Monday show. Um, um, For the news portion of that show, they did talk about casting rumors, which, for me, I don't like that, because you never know who's going to be casted in the final production of it, and it's going to be different from what you guys talk about. So they talked about the Batman, you know, with Robert Patterson, and uh, they also talked about the casting rumor of Wolverine with Henry Cavill. So what do you think about... Uh, casting rumor news in general.
3: Um, I don't mind it, but I do not get attached to it because uh, every time we turn around they've decided on someone new uh, for every role. Also, I do not understand the Henry Cavill thing for Wolverine at all. Um, I don't That's either. just... Yeah. Um, I, And as far as, you know, of course there's the... Um, all oh, the little Twilight uh haters who decided Robert Pattinson should never work again and think it's a terrible choice, it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, we don't know what he'll do, but um, I definitely, I don't know. It just, we don't even know if he's being cast. So it's fine, but I don't think we need to plan for it
0: yeah i'm I'm kind of on the same boat like i've I've personally never seen anything of robert patterson's uh so or patterson's pat whatever pattinson my bad i've never seen that <laughs> guy perform in anything ever obviously I can't even say his name uh but i mean i mean I don't mind them talking about casting rumors because it's 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 part that's the show hashtag that's the show right they talk that's everything true. movies and everything around the movies. Um. That being said, I'm I'm just like uh with with Kaylin, Um, I don't, I don't like stick on to any rumor or whatever. Like, because it's a rumor, right? And then also too, man. Like, I've been surprised by so many casting where it's like, well, I never would have thought of that, and it turned out to be great. Obviously, the biggest example everyone uses all the time was Heath Ledger. How everyone lost their shit about oh, the pain and the marks and blah blah, blah and then now. A lot of people still record him as like the best on screen Joker of all time. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you just got to wait, wait it out and see and let's, and let's uh, see what happens. So, uh, that being said, I, I'm excited. I hope he does a great job. I, more than anything, I hope it's a great Batman film, especially because they're saying they're going to lean more into the uh, detective aspect of it, which is, I feel like, a part of the move, a part of the Batman f- films that's been missing a lot is like, Batman was known as like the world's greatest detective first, not just a badass crime fighting individual. He was a detective first. And we've never really seen that in any of the films. So I'm I'm very excited for that aspect of it. And uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Henry Cavill. Uh, I like his Superman. I wish they would have given him better material to act out Superman because I I get the feeling that he really actually legit loves the character and kind of gets it. And unfortunately they just never gave him something like to really sink his teeth into. Um, I loved him in Mission Impossible. I thought he was great. And uh I haven't seen Man from Uncle yet, but that's on my to watch list. So that being said, I agree with like I want a more true to character Wolverine. Henry Cavill is like a six foot four uh beefcake, and it's like <laughs> I, I I I kinda need I kinda need because yeah, what they said on the show too is very true. Like I think Christian said it, it was like Wolverine the part of that makes that character who he is because he does kind of have a Napoleon complex. He's he's short. He's shorter than everybody else, but he's like this vicious little uh, animalistic type of dude. And we kind of need somebody like that. Maybe not like super, super short, but some like a five foot six, five foot eight type of guy I think would be great. So, um, but again, it's all just rumors. So who, who knows?
2: Uh this was the this is the last time they talked about Game of Thrones, the season finale, series finale. Uh David, do you watch Game of Thrones?
0: Yeah, of course.
2: All right, so you three can talk about how the series finale was and keep it uh, relatively short.
0: Okay. Uh I was fine with it. The the big word I have after the finale is underwhelmed, which I think Uh, considering what type of show Game of Thrones was it's there's no way it could have ended other than just being slightly underwhelming because everyone had their player everyone had the person they wanted to be on the throne and then ultimately we got what we got because it doesn't matter that's the game so I was I was okay with it it wasn't anything spectacular but I will say the first half of that episode holy crap so good the cold opening, just complete silence, and Tyrion just walking down the city. Ugh, and then just Danny, and then Drogon behind her, and then, ugh, and then yeah, it just kind of there.
3: Yeah. So with any finale, you're kind of tying up loose ends, and that's never the most interesting part of any story. It's never the most interesting part of any book. Um, uh, people keep, uh. Referring to it, referring back to the ending of The Return of the King, and where you have 7,000 endings, and you're like, okay, I really don't need you to wrap up every single character, I get it. Um, And that's sort of how I felt. I've, I've never, not once, loved the finale of any show. It's just never the best part. So, I think it did its job, but... You know, it's not going to be the episode I go back to over and over again like a lot of the other ones are. Um, but it was fine, and I, I don't think it was the disaster that... I don't think this whole season was the disaster that uh, people are claiming it is and petitioning to have it redone. That, I, I just don't see that. And so it was fine. It did its job. It didn't light the world on fire in, in any good or bad way. What would you think of it, Jay? Uh, uh,
1: I don't know. It was fine. I just, um, I really only have, well, I only really have two issues with this entire season. And one is from a scene uh, in episode three that, that did not pay off in episode four. And what was that? Um, the, the knighting of Brienne. It was just such a magnificent scene. It was so good and so moving, and just it was fucking awesome, dude. And then, and then the battle Winterfell, and I just I think at least at least two or three people in that room in that scene should have died in order to get a real payoff from that scene and really really make it hit like it should have. Um, but I mean, you know, it was doesn't take away that it was a great scene. And then. This And then my other thing is, it's not even a beef or anything, but just I expected things and thought things were going to happen that didn't happen, but that's okay. It doesn't bother me. It's just like, oh, man, you know, I thought for sure this was going to happen. Well, you know, whatever. I, I don't have any – I don't dislike anything that happened, but I will say that, um, you know, you've got Grey Worms sailing off with the Unsullied, and then – they still send John North, and it's like, why, if he, if Grey Worm's leaving, why even send John away? Why not just be like, oh yeah, we'll send him away, and then he leaves, and then just let John do whatever the fuck he wants to do. I did not understand that, but I mean, obviously, it seems like that's probably what he really wanted to do in the end was go back up with his his friend and be up there in the North, but I just didn't. I didn't get that part of it.
3: But he got to pet ghost.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, and why punish him? But that was the most, Im- was the the most
3: important payoff noses... of them all. He pet yeah,
0: ghost. Yeah, noses, noses got booped. That's all we care about. <laughs> Nose noses getting booped.
3: <laughs> um, I I think that's where he wanted to be anyway. And also, yep. the Unsullied took took off. I don't know where the Dothraki are though. Did they stay in King's Landing because they they would not have been okay with him living that's for sure or like mm-hmm. you know being set free um, that's a but, good point yeah, yeah that
0: was that was immediately my question after the show ended it was like alright so we know where they're on are going where the hell are the Dothraki because for sure they would have demanded blood that's there's and the the show the narrative just kind of like just kind of like brushes that to the side like I hope no one notices so, yeah, I mean, and it's like you said. Um, it's like Kaylin said. It's like, yeah, it's the fine, it's the finale. We got to wrap it up, right? But at the same time, too, I personally don't mind kind of like a Lord of the Rings type of ending because, again, we, like, Darth Raki, for example, we're like, what the hell happened to them? That's a loose end. Where is Drogon? That's another loose end. And so, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, if we are having a finale, this is the... F- final thing the final end then like i want it to be final you know what i mean i want everything right. off. i want i don't want there to be loose ends like maybe a sequel maybe a movie in a couple of years like no just give me the finale tie up all the loose ends and let's be done with it that's the show hashtag that's the show so i don't <laughs> there know you go.
2: there you go hashtag that's the show and uh the money show had the interview which had McGee come on and talk about his new movie uh, for, for Netflix, Rim of the World. Um, that was a good interview, and I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know he was from Michigan. I didn't know he was a local Midwest boy, um, but yeah, he's a... Oh, that was cool. He, he was a really cool guy, in general. And I noticed Kalen has no clue who the fuck he is.
3: I, yeah! Yeah! Um, so, I've heard the name before, um did not expect that name to go with sort of a like goofy kind of dad vibe white dude um i was i was like oh okay um but i did like his story about where his name came from and why mm-hmm, everyone yeah. thinks that he's like he must be uh you know it uh, hip-hop artist or something and he's not that was literally just the nickname he ended up with because of his middle name and um but it was a really good interview it actually made me very interested in him and to go back and look at some of his work um because he he was a good interview and i was just like i don't know who this is now i need to go check some stuff out
1: have you have you never seen supernatural
3: i have but i've never paid attention to who was behind the scenes on it.
1: Right on, right on.
0: Didn't he direct Terminator Salvation?
1: Yep, he did. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's cool. the only Terminator I have seen.
1: Uh, oh, uh, I don't... Sorry.
3: I, yeah, I kind of blocked it out of my memory.
1: Good, good. Do not remember it. Keep it hidden in the nah, deep depths yeah. of your mind.
0: You remember Christian Bale randomly yelling when it made no sense whatsoever?
3: No, I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> Especially when he lets he lets the the human Terminator go. He's like, "All right, I'll let you go," and he yells really loudly, "Who are you?" And it's just like, "Whoa!"
3: I do not remember this at all. I just remember a lot of like grayish brown, nothing going are on.
0: You remember how how all those scenes were in the dark and it was really hard to make out and then random explosions of bright light? Maybe that's
3: why I don't remember anything.
0: Uh, The movie's so good. I
3: mean,
1: dude, by by far and hands down, the best part of that movie is, I think it's Bruce, isn't it, when he's yelling at Bruce for fucking with his lights and walking through the scene and shit, (laughs) dude? I was literally... Like, how dare you do your job, Bruce? You're a nice guy. You're a nice guy, but for fuck's sake. I'm not gonna be here anymore. If you're here, you're a nice guy. It's just like, okay, you're a nice guy, dude. I guess, but for some reason, you're a fucking asshole.
0: Oh, oh, good for you. Oh, so good for you. <laughs> Cut
1: the mic there, I apologize. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, don't, I only, I only know McG from Terminator Salvation. I didn't, I didn't catch the uh, interview because I, quite frankly, didn't care. So, apologies. <gasps> he's done some
2: great work Uh, Roxy was gushing about This Means War which has um, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy with uh, Reese Witherspoon it's like a romantic action comedy Um, McGee also did The Babysitter which came out a couple years ago on Netflix it's a really good horror ish comedy film and uh, of course he started off his film career with Charlie's Angels and that's why it's coming back this year yeah, it's a popular yeah. property. Yeah. I
1: really like We Are Marshall. I didn't realize that he did that, dude, and that movie is fucking what? good.
3: What? I
1: yep. love yep. that movie, dude. He
3: di- He he directed it? Yep. Yes. I did not put that. I love that movie. Uh,
1: it's a great movie.
3: As much as I don't follow football, I will watch any football movie ever. I don't know what it is. Just they're always so inspiring.
1: Um, what was I? Man, I had something specific I was going to say about old McG. Um, What was it? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The joke <laughs> he made. Uh, dude, the joke <laughs> he made when Christian asked him why he was afraid to fly. Because they got into the conversation about him being afraid to fly. And... <laughs> Am I the only one who thought that was just fucking hilarious when Christians like, you, you know, just asked him why it, if something happened in his childhood that, that it uh, to cause him to be afraid to fly? And like, like there was barely any pause, barely any thought and casual as hell. McGee just says uh, uh, what was basically it. My father sodomized me as a kid. That didn't help something along those lines but his father sodomizing him my my mouth opened and i thought i can't believe he just said that but i'm really glad he did because i've not laughed this hard in a long time and i needed to go change my boxers because i did not have my bib on at the moment
3: oh my goodness everyone
0: everyone take note josh thinks sodomy is hilarious
3: um (laughs) <laughs> well, we we should clarify that he uh, McGee said it as a joke. Yes, and, of course,
1: it was a joke. Yes, yes. that's why um, it was so funny.
3: It's funny that he picked up on the fact that Christian turns into you know um, counselor Christian uh, as soon as he gets a guest <laughs> in there. He just becomes you know and and what was your biggest childhood trauma and what you know was the fact that your sister was mean to you is that what got you to go into acting and you know he just turns into that per- he needs like a talk show like a uh you know a, a god what am i trying to say like a, a one-on-one talk-
1: one with christian harloff
3: <laughs> well yeah yes but you know he could totally do like a whatever like a jerry's well not jerry springer because there's a lot of throwing in jerry springer or there was but um <laughs> That kind of a show, you know, where he's just diving in deep into someone's feelings, and, um, yes, he needs to do one-on-one more, because he's turned Collider Live into that, but he only gets, like, 30 minutes with most of the guests.
2: More or less, yeah, depending on the person. Um, yeah, then actually, let's stack this up here, because they were talking about this later in the week on today's show, actually, Thursday. They, uh, Dorina mentioned that uh, the fans were asking for Roxy to take over one-on-one. And it sounds like a I, good idea, to be honest.
3: It sounds like a great idea, because to me, she is one of the best in that room for asking questions and moving the conversation along and getting, uh, you know, good answers out of guests. She is just on it when she is interviewing someone so i would be totally down for that
0: same i think that'd be a great idea i really really love uh her interview of christian i thought that was very insightful it was it was very heartfelt and like you get you get a sense of who they are more now as actual individuals rather than personalities on an internet show so i yeah give it to her i'm 100% on board on
1: that yeah, definitely, man. She uh she's great. She's really good at that stuff and she should she should take over the reins on that.
2: Tuesday show, finally. <laughs> Dear Lord. They talked about uh they didn't mention this last time on the Monday show because it happened like over the weekend or on Monday. But Arnold Schwarzenegger got drop kicked in South Africa. Like oh, just, yes. just just right in the back and bam just knocked him out and came back up just Oh my goodness! Uh, and then Harloff and Makugan had similar—not similar, but like Arnold Schwarzenegger stories—and it was kind of fun to hear those.
0: Did anybody? Did anybody see that video, by the way? Because I thought it was—it was. First of all, the world has a lot of dumb people in it. But second of all, dude, Arnold Schwarzenegger is still a fucking brick wall, dude. He didn't—he—he he like just kind of like nudge a little bit, like oh. Is somebody pushing me or whatever? I don't. Know. I can't do his accent, but that guy is such a man at the age of 71. Still, it's just like holy crap! This dude just like drop kicked him with like full force, and Arnold was like, "Was that a fly? I mean, what was that?" Like, <laughs> dude's a dude's a man.
2: Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, I saw. I didn't video. see the video, oh. so I'm not sure. But they showed it on the on the show, of oh, course. Oh damn! I
1: must have missed it.
2: Yeah, they were t- That was right on top. They were just talking about it and they sh- briefly showed it, and it, it probably was far away because they're on that screen across the damn room, and it's just, like, look it up if you can. It's, it's just damn.
3: So why did someone kick an old man?
2: <laughs> Who knows? Nobody knows. I mean, I think there was like somebody... When you, when why you
3: wouldn't like you kick an off? old man? <laughs> well, I've never it's, been it's motivated fun. to do that
1: well they're old come on i'm just kidding i'm i'm just kidding i'm sorry i apologize that's that's wrong that's it's funny but it's wrong yes yes
2: um they recapped uh the bachelor bachelorette and uh, i don't watch that show do you guys watch that show nope nope Okay.
1: Oh man, you gotta be kidding me. I'm sitting at my friend's house last week and that stupid shitty show is on, and I'm like, you know what? I'm this is my thought. I'm like, you know what? We're getting and this is probably some fucking some fucking man thing that I just did, but I'm sitting there <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, man, this show fucking sucks. I don't get it, I don't understand it. Fuck this shit. It, but then I'm like, man female co-host dude it would be cool to be able to talk about something with her that 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 i can you know be be on on page with you know like i know what i'm talking about you know like you know like i'm john paul jones my friends call me john paul jones you can call me john paul jones like all that like i would know who the fuck john paul jones is and shit And then I was so fucking stoked, man. I had, and I fucking, and I I paid attention to that shit for an hour. That was really hard to do. It was fuck, man. And then we get here, and then you brought it up, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be brought up. But, I mean, I'm sitting here like all confident as hell. I'm like, dude, I got this. I'm going to own this shit, dude. I'm going to be the motherfucking man, dude. And then I go from zero to hero and back to zero in ten fucking seconds flat.
3: Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so thank you for assuming that uh, those of us with vaginas all have to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Welcome. Um, I, I can't... I, I really can't swear I've seen a whole episode of one. I probably have in passing. But... Yeah, it's it's really not my thing.
1: <gasps> That's good because I'm not going to pay attention to that shit ever again unless I have to.
3: Feel free not to. <sighs> oh,
1: listeners, you're,
2: you're
3: having
1: a great time with this episode. This is great so
2: far. I love this. Uh, this If any of you from Glider Live listening, thank you because this is the best episode so far. <laughs>
0: um, I just kind of feel sorry for... Uh mr. Wade there like I I want to apologize profusely uh, I don't know what you did to piss off the universe to go through that hell but um, <laughs> I, I I think I think uh, I think everything's been paid karma should just leave you alone from now on. and I think I think we're straight I think you're straight with the universe so uh, I mean God bless you if you were to die Thank right you. now st- you were to die right now straight to heaven no purgatory for you sir just straight through the pearly
1: gates dude thank you and i hope no questions asked because there's some embarrassing shit on my platter
0: there you go just because you watched that show saint gabriel's gonna be like hey you uh, oh wait bachelor come on in
1: <laughs> hope so i hope so man it, it was rough
3: that was your penance
1: that was his uh, penance. that was so rough
3: you go to man i thought
1: i was gonna own this shit for real, I thought I was going to own it tonight, man. I was like, dude, I'm fucking in like Flynn, man.
3: Well, tell us what happened since you paid attention. Did anything of interest happen?
1: Well, to be honest, man, the, the, this one dude, I can't remember his name because his name's not John Paul Jones, so <laughs> who gives a shit. But this dude, like, crying pretty much the whole... Because the chick's giving out, like, two dozen fucking roses and each time he's not called, he's like... Like they cut away, they, they show him and he looks like a sad fucking puppy. And then they cut away from him and he's in the back talking to the camera and he's like crying like a little fucking kid, man. And he's like, He's like, I didn't even get any one-on-one time with her. I've not even, I've not even had the chance to talk to her at all, and and just crying and crying. Bum I'm like, dude, you don't know this broad. You do not know this broad. In 34 days or however long this shit's gonna be, you could spend every second of all that time with her. You're not gonna know this fucking broad even then, dude. And you're crying because she's picking the other 20 fucking dudes that she already talked to over you. Dude, she already talked to them. Of course she's gonna fucking pick them. And I'm sitting there like, dude, I hope like you know, like, like, dude, please cry. Please dude, cry. Fucking cry, dude. Like I wanted to see it there in front of everyone, you know. And then, like the second to last row, she fucking gives it to that douchebag, and I didn't get to see him cry. And then it just reminded me about the fucking collider table that never breaks. <laughs> I want to see the damn thing break. I just wanted him to cry. That's it. Oh,
3: okay. Um.
1: Guys, what
0: happened? I blacked out for a second. <laughs> Well, she asked, man. She asked. Indeed.
2: Tuesday was the Aladdin premiere, and uh, Christian took his daughter with. And it falls into the Wednesday show, but we'll stack it on top here, because uh, their experience with it was kind of cool. I mean, isn't she, like, the luckiest daughter For Christian Mm -hmm. to be be her father? Just like going to premieres, high-fiving celebrities, you know, all that stuff?
3: She definitely lives a life that most kids do not and probably has no comprehension that most kids do not. I'm willing to bet, I mean, I think he said that she's in some sort of private school, so I'm willing to bet that, um, you know... She may not be living the coolest life of all the kids in her school. Um, there's a chance that some of them, that's completely par for the course for them, too. But um, that is very, very cool. And what they said about Aladdin, they said it's actually not bad. That it was right. pretty good. Well, Roxy went as far as saying it was perfect. And I never... i, I My movie tastes don't really align with Roxy's. Mm, right. So I take that with a grain of salt. But um they all seemed pleasantly surprised so I'm actually my husband and I might actually see it this weekend and we were not planning on doing so beforehand
2: yeah I uh I might go see it too I mean it sounds like a decent fun time at the theater
0: yeah Christian and uh Roxy's review of it made me go all right I'll go watch it I wasn't originally going to go watch it but Them liking it and Roxy especially, I was like, all right, I need to go check this film out then. Yeah. And
1: I think it. I think I was just going to say in minds real quick, I think it's great that Christian, uh, that Christian's daughter got to high five the genie. That's really cool. And but I have zero interest in watching this movie because Bambi made me cry as a kid and it ruined the rest of my life.
3: Uh, Okay, well this may be the only Disney movie where I don't think anyone dies or anyone you care about dies so this may be the one for you Really? Yeah, like no, I can't think, like there's no tragic, like he's an orphan (laughs) from the beginning, right? Like he's just always a street rat and we don't know anything about him, Jasmine is being raised by her dad so there's nothing really traumatic happening at the beginning of the movie and so it may really be the one for you. You should give this one a shot. I
1: I might. I just might. I I, I have issues with Disney.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean if if Calen's trying to convince you, maybe. Could be a chance.
1: I, I, I might that's the most convincing argument I've heard is is no one, no one dies in it. They're already dead. Uh, that really is like, that's, that's, that is the most convincing argument I've ever heard to go see a Disney movie. For real. I like
3: it. And, and knowing my luck, though, they're going to change it. And in this version, yeah. everyone and then, and,
2: dies. And then you come back and the podcast, be like, "Oh my god, you! It, I, it was all just a lie. These people do die."
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. We'll see. We'll see. Could be like when I went to see Avengers and and Thanos. You know, and, and, and I go, I go, no, like kind of loud too. It was just really, it was just like. You know, like, no, just, what? Thanos. Oh. So, you know, it, it could be like that. The the It starts out and I'm going in thinking everything's cool because the mom already died. And and then in the first 30 seconds, the mom dies. And then I'm sitting there screaming Kalen's name in tears going, you lied to me. You lied to me. And everyone in the theater thinks I'm Makuka. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, I guess uh, I should tell you this now. Uh, when Lion King comes out, maybe avoid that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. No, he's, right. we had
2: that discussion on the previous episode. We tried to okay. convince him to watch the original film, and he was like, oh, no, no. I He's all dramatic with the Disney film, so uh, he probably won't yeah. see it ever.
1: Yeah, probably not. Um, but anyway.
2: But yeah, so... More Schmodown talk. This time, it was, a uh, Roxy was telling, talking about, uh, because Smetz Sch- was there at the live show, and he was, like, giving out deets about his strategy to someone, and, uh, Roxy was just like, Kaiser, what are you, he was like, not around, and so Roxy was trying to step in and just, just, like, swoop in and, like, you know what, hey, you're not supposed to do that, what are you doing, you know, and, you know, it could be, like, snagging Smets for her own little, uh, faction or something. They talked about that on the uh, show. So do you think uh, Roxy should let uh, Smets join her faction, you know, and just kick Kaiser out?
3: Um, I So uh, with the exception of, uh, I did watch the live stream uh, of the Houston show, um, but I don't tend to follow a lot of the background stuff, all the the storylines and stuff, but... I'm assuming there's no hard and fast, like, contracts or rules or anything going on here. So, legally, can she steal him? I'm sure she can. Should she? Yeah, he seems like a pretty good player. In fact, you know, he'd be a good Wolverine. Like, that's what I picture when I picture Wolverine. Yeah. Like, kind of Uh. little and grumpy. can actually see that. Yeah. So... Um, absolutely. If she can steal him, I think she should steal him. But, um, I'm not 100% sure who Kaiser is.
2: Uh, her, it's his manager.
3: Well, yes. Okay, so I got that connection. I just, I I don't think I could pick him out of a lineup. Um, so, He's always yeah. the guy
2: with him in the, uh, interview portion of the Shimoda, which you probably skip over.
3: I do. You are absolutely right. As soon as they announce the winner, I turn the video off, usually. Um, and so, it, uh, yeah, steal him. He seems like a decent player.
0: I blacked out for a second. What just happened?
3: <laughs> oh, <David. laughs> uh, now
1: I don't feel bad that it, was, oh, now, it wasn't it was only me that blacked you out, man.
3: Whew
0: no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a funny thing to say. Uh, I mean, a part, of, a part of me really likes the fact that like everyone takes the the actual trivia aspect of it, the actual competition aspect of it, so seriously. And I, I, I like the fact that Roxy was kind of looking out for another competitor. But at the same time, a part of me is kind of like, uh, like who, who cares? Especially. I don't know. Unless Roxy really sees like real value in this guy, I don't think she should be helping the competition. Like let him let him drown himself, let him sink the boat. Like why not? Just makes your guys look good. Or you might get a different type of strategy that might help your guys out. I mean, unless she really sees like put like potential in this guy out. That was for me. It was kind of like weird to do that personally. But and I'm I'm with I'm with uh as well. Like, who the hell is Kaiser? Every time I hear the name Kaiser, I always think of Kaiser Permanente, the hospital. So, I mean,
2: I,
3: yeah, I, I think of Kaiser Soze. Oh,
1: me
2: too. Oh, that one
0: too. That one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: shots fired, folks. Because yeah, and later on the show, he does call in to, to like trying to defend his uh, his player Schmetz. It's just like, you know, oh, I don't think so, Rocks. You just like blah, blah 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 blah
1: blah blah blah. blah. So. Another possible reason for why she uh, why she intervened there was what if he ends up telling someone his strategy and then those that person or those people end up uh, in matches against Roxy's people, you know, so maybe she's she could be working it from both angles one. Stop telling people how you win because you might tell the competitors how to beat my guys and while I'm at it, since I'm giving you advice, why don't you just ditch your guy and come over and and I'll manage you.
0: Oh yeah, I could see that. Could be possible. Could
2: be possible. Um, There was a lot of news and interview in this one as well, so let's just try to jump in this as fast as we can if possible. Um, one of the things discussed was the Once Upon a Time trailer, Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. I have has anybody seen that trailer?
3: Yes.
0: No, but not because I don't want to watch the film. I want to go in into the film completely like blank. I I love Tarantino. I already know it's going to be a great film because Tarantino. i I love his filmography. Even the film he hates a lot from um the grindhouse film what, what was it that was in Planetary. Uh, death proof i actually i like that film i like it for what yeah, it is you know, I do I just, too. so i love everything tarantino i don't want to know anything about the film i love the cast with leonardo dicaprio and brad pitts there i'm kind of bummed out that they gave out that uh oh my god <laughs> i legit just blacked out. <laughs> uh, Puccino! Oh my God! And I'm <laughs> well, a little Cr-
2: well, Christian didn't know yeah. that either.
0: Yeah, so that for me is already like I just want to go in as blank as possible because I know the film's going to be good. So I'm trying to avoid trailers. I kind of did the same thing too with like Avengers Endgame where it's like I already know the film's going to be good. I don't need to be sold on how good it's going to be. I'm going to be there regardless. So,
2: oh, okay, I, I, I we, we will not say anything more about that, but. Um, I
0: could just I could just black out again, guys. Hold on. And... <laughs> don't don't don't
2: don't don't don't. I promise. I will say I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan. I will go see this. Um, he did. He he claims he's gonna retire after ten, which I don't know. Um, this is his ninth film, and I had an argument with somebody on Twitter about this because this it was like oh, you guys realize that uh, it's not nine films because. Kill Bill was split into two parts. It's two movies. And it's... Kill Bill's one movie. It counts as one movie. Oh no, it's in two movies, man. Uh, So I was like, yeah. No, it's still nine.
3: They flat out put in the trailer the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino. Exactly. Like, that's how the trailer opens. So however you want to count... He's counting it as the ninth. So. Exactly,
2: exactly. Um, but uh, uh, Tarantino did say his tenth film is going to be the Star Trek film, which I'm excited to uh, see what he does with Star Trek. I don't know what the story would be. I don't know who the cast would be. Would would he cast like his regulars in there? Would he involve the uh, the recent Star-, Star Trek cast? I don't know, but I'm kind of excited to see. What happens with that?
3: Yeah, that can totally be very weird or very good. Um, or maybe both. Um, but I am excited to see this movie. It seems good. I watched the trailer. It didn't make me it certainly made me more excited for it. So I'm looking forward to seeing it and I do hope it's good. Inglorious Bastards is probably one of my favorite movies period. Um So, I am totally up for this.
1: I just watched Inglorious Bastards today, and, uh, yeah, the trailer looks fucking stellar. So, definitely looking forward to it. I'll be in there. Yeah, uh, they did talk about the Toy
2: Story 4 trailer, which I have not seen, and I, I mean, it's Toy Story 4. I mean, you gotta go see it regardless of the trailer. I mean, I'm just hooked. It's nostalgia for me, for fuck's sake.
3: Well, Jay may not go see it.
1: I've never seen any of the other ones. Why would I go see this one? Right? I keep, no. I keep forgetting to mention this
2: because it is Pixar and Disney. God damn it! Wait, I keep. Ah, uh, all right, it's fine. You don't need to talk about it if you don't want to because you haven't seen them. It's fine. We have other people in the
1: podcast to talk about the stuff. I'd but like if I want to watch happened? kids movies, I'll put it on Hannah Montana movie.
3: Oh God, no.
1: What she rides a horse, and then and then oh. and then she tries to do the show, and then but then mm-hmm. she takes off the wig and she's like, "I'm I'm really I'm really whatever my name is that's not Anna Montana in the show with that accent, uh, oh. Kentucky Kentucky." I couldn't remember where she's from Kentucky accent, and uh, you know, and she's just like you know, here I am, world. I'm not Anna Montana. I'm so and so, and. Yeah, it's a great movie. I, I, it's an it's a it's one of the best love stories. The only love story that's better than that one is Natural Born Killers.
3: What? what? I
0: blacked out. What happened? I, oh
3: I think I did the same. Just, just a little piece of advice. Maybe don't tell people that you enjoy the Hannah Montana movie.
1: Oh my god. What? Yeah. I, I, I have nieces would, and nephew, man. What? Okay. The, well, that
3: just, would that would definitely not be good first date conversation. <laughs> definitely not. There you go. Can you imagine,
0: can you imagine him at candlelight? It's like, so, what do you like to do? Oh, you know, uh, I do a lot. I do a little bit of podcasting. Um, my spare time, I like to watch Hannah Montana alone in my room. <laughs> <laughs> but...
1: You trying to tell me that's not gonna work? <laughs>
0: Uh, oh. yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you, bud.
3: I hope it doesn't work. Oh,
0: dear lord. I mean, I mean if it does work, run.
1: <laughs>
0: Far and away. Oh, god!
2: So, other news they announced was, uh, oh. Giant Wick 4 was announced, and they
0: did talk about the but, dates. Uh, yeah, seriously, uh, Toy Story 4. I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm like Mike on this. I'm gonna go watch it. I haven't seen their trailer yet. I saw the previous trailers were like... I guess like the character reveal trailers, I guess with like Sporky and like the stuffed animals at the carnival and stuff. So I'm, I mean, I am I'm gonna go watch it because yeah, it's it's Toy Story nostalgia. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of I kind of have the same like sympathy as some of the as some of the cast where it's like it's like Toy Story three was so perfect, such a perfect little bow at the end of the trilogy. We didn't need a fourth one. That being said, I I like to trust Pixar. And think they wouldn't feel the need to make a fourth one if they didn't have a really good story to tell, um, especially with that franchise. I I feel like because that's the franchise that kind of originated it all, right? That's like the that's like the the golden the golden goose egg, if you will. So I I would hope they wouldn't tarnish that legacy. So
3: yeah, and I don't I haven't watched this trailer. I don't remember if I watched the first one or not. Um... I don't think so because it's not coming to memory it's one of those things where i'll probably get more excited when it gets here for now it's just not really on my radar um toy story has never been like my favorite but it's absolutely great Mm -hmm. um it's it's less nostalgic for me just because i feel like it first of all i don't even know if i ever owned them or the first one um, I did because I'm staring at the VHS tape right now, but um, the I don't, you know, it's fine. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna see it, but I'm not like counting the days, I'm not putting X's on my calendar, waiting for it. But I'll get right. excited when it's here.
0: Hey there, folks. This is Josh the Merck Rainer. Just letting you know that uh, at this point in the show, your host Mike did cut out for a bit. Uh, so if it seems a little odd if it jumps back a little odd that's the reason
1: uh, so I'm going to send you right back in and enjoy the show shit dude I'm going to tweet that call out to him I, dude that call out was for real man I want he is a one-upper and I want to see how far he'll, he'll take that shit because I will one-up him every time I don't care anyway hey what's up Mike
0: I'm, I'm, I'm for real bro I'm for fucking real bro what about you, man? Are you real? <laughs> fuck no, you're not, bro. You're not real.
1: Like, what the fuck just happened? We're having a dance-off, yeah. bro. We What's don't solve over, our man? shit with fists. We dance, man. That's what we're doing, bro. We're
0: dancing samba. We're doing some bossa nova. You know what I'm saying, bro? You don't know shit, man.
1: Um, Salsa. Yeah. Oh God. I ain't talking about- I'm a butterfly. Display. I do the butterfly while I'm doing the moonwalk.
0: Oh, shit, bro. I do the worm while listening to blues music. What you know about that, bro? What do you know about that syncopation, man? You're no
1: Dude, nothing. Dude, I do the human centipede. Boom! Boom, <laughs> boom.
0: Mike, uh, did you get all that? Did that, did that make it into a <laughs> Yeah, when I came
2: in, I got that.
0: Feel, feel free to drop that wherever you want. That's, that's for you,
2: bud. Yeah, Josh will, our, our Josh, the producer, will probably find a spot for that. Oh my god. That's...
1: If you drop it in the ladies' toilet, be sure to flush afterward. <laughs> exactly.
0: That giant, magnificent turd we just produced. Okay. You know what? Actually, You know what? Actually, don't dump it in the toilet. It might not be able to get flushed down.
1: Okay. Dude, any any time I can get a setup to to say human centipede, I'm taking advantage of that, dude. That oh, oh. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the poop joke. I just remembered that uh, someone here has a has a strong discrimination against poop jokes.
3: Not poop jokes in general. It it really depends on how graphic it is. A joke mm-hmm. is, I can handle. Um.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
3: But. They did that, more than a joke. In, in that case, I'm talking, about,
0: I'm talking about a glorious log, the type of log where you look at it and you're proud. You, snap, you Snapchat it.
1: It's this
0: glorious this glorious foot long. It looks like a Subway sandwich type of turd. Oh, yeah.
1: one, one solid piece, dude, one solid piece. I mean, no there might be some it. cracks in it, you know, there might be some cracks in it. Maybe even exactly. that one that goes like, like exactly. almost halfway through, yep. but it just it, yep. but it does not break in half, dude.
0: You, you 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 ever seen an old Cuban man smoke a cigar and he just keeps building
1: the ash? Yes,
0: it looks like.
1: Yep, exactly, dude, exactly.
0: <laughs> I blacked out, guys. What were we talking about?
1: Okay,
2: I'm just. Skipping the news, because we're not talking about that. I'm just going to talk about the two other things that the Tuesday show had. <laughs> um, before the interview, I'm they talked about... I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I'm moving on, moving on. Moving um, on! They Do talked... it live! <laughs> Fuck it. They are doing... Uh, not doing... The, the the crew were talking about possible rumored, like, what Batman villain would be in the Batman with the new Batman. And, you know, like Riddler was propped up. They had Kite Man come up and Calendar Man and just and Condiment Man. So what Batman villain would you want to see in the new movie?
3: Well, I thought Kite Man, Calendar Man, or, and Condiment King, I thought those were fake and that they were riffing. Ooh, um, they're no, they're so real. Apparently no. they are new. Yes, I I later learned that they were not fake. Um, But I think Makuga was in the room that day, and he's really good at riffing. And, like, it took me forever listening to the afternoons with Josh and Ken to catch on. There was an episode where they were doing uh, top shows on Netflix that no one's watching. And it took me to, like, the seventh or eighth show they were talking about to realize that they made all of them up. Um (laughs) because they're so good at it so i was just like oh he's just screwing around whatever and so i sort of just didn't pay much attention and no they're real so none of those am i interested in um the penguin scared me when i was you know like uh, when i first saw it i was like mm, mm. but he was also tim burton version of paint the penguin so right you know um so i don't know the Riddler would be interesting, like, give someone a different shot at it besides uh, Jim Carrey. Not that he was particularly terrible at it, but that movie had problems. Yeah. So.
0: Um, I am a huge... Huge! Batman fan. Uh, I still get Batman comic books. Um, For anybody reading... The Batman storyline. I'm so looking forward to Greg Capullo, uh, Capullos, and uh, Scott Snyder's and to their Batman saga. Um, I do not like Batman Returns for the sole reason that that Penguin is not the Penguin. The Penguin is the short dude with a Napoleon complex who's a gangster, a straight up old school Tommy gun wielding gangster. Except Tommy guns are umbrellas, and uh. I was just very disappointed Batman Returns, and I know a lot of people love that film for what it is, and it's, it's a good Tim Burton film. I won't, I won't take that away from it, but it's not a good Batman film in my opinion. Um, Jim Carrey's Riddler, I love Jim Carrey, but that Riddler was, like, not really the Riddler. Like, the Riddler's literally all about leaving clues in the style of riddles. When did he ever really do any riddles in that film? Like he just had like quirky little comments and like he left Batman really impressive pop-up postcards, I guess. But it, I don't know, man. That was – anyways, um in terms of Batman villains, I would love to see get like a big screen adaption. I would love to actually get a, a really true-to-the-comics Two-Face and really, really deal with his duality and how he's literally split personality, always fighting against the good side and the bad side and like really get that in a really – good wake almost like a like a modern day dr jekyll and mr hyde if dr jekyll and mr hyde were constantly present within the body that they inhabited and i would really like to see a a legit scarecrow like and batman begins that's dr crane scarecrow was like okay but it wasn't really like scarecrow like like real horror and fear and you witnessing like your greatest fears come to life like I don't know if anyone's ever played the the Batman Arkham games, for example, but this I love the way they portrayed Scarecrow in those games, where it's like it's it's literally him like infusing you with this poison that you can't help but enter this this like imaginary world of like fear. It's like it's almost like taking a- acid or LSD, but like your worst fears come to life and are like projected in front of you. And I really love the way they portrayed the joke uh the Scarecrow in in, in those in those games, and I w- I would like to see a big screen adaptation of that. So for me, it'd be it'd be Two Face and Scarecrow, and and I know I think Christian was it Christian or Riley who mentioned Clayface. I think that would be pretty cool as well, but in the future, that's more of a, like a fantastical type of villain. Whereas like I think they would want to keep Batman a little more grounded for right now. And for uh-huh. me, like there's a way you can do Scarecrow and Two Face a little more grounded and kind of introduce like eventually introduce like the fantastical villains like Poison Ivy and obviously Doctor Freeze and. Uh, and uh
1: firefly and like all these other guys yeah Uh, dude man yeah i i i totally agree with everything that david b just said man like for me personally my favorite batman villain i'm sorry my favorite the batman villain dude is green man dude (laughs) Dude. (laughs) (laughs) green man's the best man like you know, like he gets Batman every time when he like just waits around the corner, dude. And then Batman yeah. comes walking, and he, he hits his joint, just blows the smoke in Batman's face, man. And wow. then they, and then they go and they go eat Fritos and, and Funyuns and they have cherry slurpees, dude.
0: <laughs> go Green Man. Yeah, it's only a misdemeanor, Batman. I didn't even- uh, Where
3: did they find Funyuns?
0: <laughs> bro, that utility belt, man. What does it have, bro? You know what I'm saying, man?
1: Um, but my, I don't know. My serious answer is that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with... uh, I'm with Kalen with uh, the Riddler. That would be really cool with him actually dropping riddles and shit. But then that would only really matter in my mind it would it would really only matter if you got batman being a detective like we were talking earlier you know that just that would be the shit because you've got a master detective versus a master riddler and yeah that'd be a great great hookup
2: i would personally would love to see black mask on the big screen he is
0: didn't they didn't they they say they were gonna do that but for um shit um was it, Red Hood and the Outlaws? Or, uh... Or Was shoot? it? Was it? Or Birds, oh. are, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. They were gonna do... Fuck! Right? That's... Shit! <laughs> Shit! You're right.
2: I forgot about that movie. I forgot about Birds of Prey. That's I think right. I Black
0: Mass is a... I think Black Mass though, he's a really good villain. But he's, like... He's kind of, like, in the same vein as Penguin, where he's, like, this ultimate gangster type of character. Yep. Where he's just, like, super crime lord. Yep. Uh... But yeah, I, I'd i like to see him too eventually, just to kind of like, the, he can kind of put like firepower against Batman and like really wage war against him. But if we are going with like the whole like keeping him a detective, which is what I really want to see. Yeah,
2: that makes sense.
0: Ridd- Riddler. Riddler would be a, a good first choice. And I also think Two Face too, because Two Face has been known to mess with the bat a lot in the cog books. Makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The uh,
1: Green Man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Batman, it wasn't even announced, bro.
1: Taking me to jail, Batman.
0: Oh, this car's cool, man. This car's
1: cool. I saw you pocket my stash, man. <laughs>
0: Batman, you're not gonna confiscate that and hide it, are you? You're gonna Good, dude. give it to the bats. Ooh. <laughs> the.
1: <laughs>
2: Interview on Tuesday's show was the actor who played Aladdin in the upcoming Aladdin movie. This one—he's an unknown actor, and I never knew him, so it was interesting listening into this interview because you get to know him better and what he had to do to play Aladdin.
3: It was really interesting, and he was an unknown, and his energy definitely made me more excited for the movie. Um, I also love the fact that Christian. Um, despite the fact that he goes on about how everything can't be politically correct and whatever, still, uh, tiptoed around trying to be like, you sound American. Where are you from? Like he, he still asked him like, so where were you born? And you could tell that's not the question he was trying to ask. He was trying to be like, why do you sound like an American? And when he kept talking about Egypt and And he finally told us like he was born there, but he came over to the States really young and everything. But I'm like, you know, as much as Christian raves about just, you know, you don't have to be politically correct all the time. He could have just been like, so how'd you end up here? Like, how did you end up with an American accent? Because I was wondering the same thing. He kept talking about Egypt. So I'm like, something doesn't add up here, but it, it makes sense now. So he got the answer out of him, but that just stuck out to me
0: yeah that was a little weird right like i mean i i get where christians was trying to come from but it, it's it's weird you can't really find a a politically correct way to say like so where are you from without yeah someone taking it offensively you know what i mean like yeah. people people ask me all the time too like hey where are you from yeah and i i know it's like they're, they're they're trying to find out if i'm from here from houston if i grew up somewhere else if i'm from another country and yeah i don't personally take it like like I don't take it offensively because just, it's just, I think it's a sincere question, but like the question itself has like those really weird negative implications if you want, if you want the question to have that, you know? It's just a weird time.
3: Yeah.
1: I agree.
0: But, but does a green man agree?
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yep, that sounds about right.
3: <laughs> I'm sure. Green Man would have asked the Karen question off of Mean Girls, which is if you're from Africa, why are you white? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you can't just go around asking people why they're white.
1: Am I allowed to like that movie? Because I like that movie. Am I allowed to like that movie, Kaylin? Huh? Am I? Am I? Am I?
3: (laughs) Um, That one's Borderline, but I think those women were actually of age in that movie. The actresses, at least. So, that one's a little better.
0: <laughs> that movie came out when I was in high school, so it's, it's okay for me, right?
3: Uh, uh, certainly. I don't yeah, even think go. I was in high school yet. Maybe. There we go.
1: You're trying I to say know. I'm old, Kaylin? Is that what you're trying I'm, to say, huh?
3: I'm certainly not saying you're old. I'm saying that you have lived more life than I have.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying you're old, and it's a little creepy. You right now. As your friend, I am concerned. Uh, do I you... don't
1: know what to say, man. Hannah Montana, you know. It, it was a great show, dude. She was she was, her, but she wasn't her. And when she wasn't her, nobody knew that she wasn't her. And it was awesome.
0: It was so weird, right? It was, the, it was, it was like the a kid's spy
1: conflict. show. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the,
2: there was a call at the end of Tuesday's show. And uh, it says Game of Thrones ends... Uh, this week, uh, they were, you know, what's the next big show? Uh, They think Stranger Things, which I agree, that would be a really cool summer thing to do for every episode every week, you know, just to talk about Stranger Things, because I'm excited for that. Um, what show do you think should they talk about, like, every week on Monday?
3: Um, I honestly am struggling with this myself, um, just in terms of what the heck am I going to watch week to week and you know really be invested in so I don't know the problem with Stranger Things is it all drops at once so you know they're gonna binge it
2: true, true but um, yet, yet they'll probably you know space it out with each week you know to talk about it over the summer
3: yeah they definitely could um, I definitely think um, whenever that Game of Thrones prequel series happens which is not right now you know we're gonna have a really big gap but before that ever happens but or before we ever see it um i'm sure they will go right back to talking about that um i personally am lost as to what to watch right now because that was the center of my life for or you know the center of my tv watching quite a bit
0: yeah i'm kind of the same i i agree um it's, it's hard to predict what would be, like, the next big pop culture phenomena. It's kind of weird that Game of Thrones was that, considering it's a medieval fantasy political drama that just kind of caught on fire. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. I would agree that maybe Stranger Things, because I feel like Stranger Things, the, at least the first two seasons for sure, kind of had that feeling of, like, this is must-watch TV. Whereas, like, I can't really think of anything else right now that is must-watch. In terms of, like, an actual TV that kind of airs on cable or, or satellite, you know, that isn't streaming, because I really? feel also, like, Mandalorian is going to be, like, a big deal once Disney Plus kind of comes out. Oh, for sure. But, uh, in terms of, of, like, actual TV shows, man, there's really... Even, like, the shows on HBO with, like, Westworld 3 coming out and, like, True Detective, yeah. like, the Like, I hear those shows are good, but, like, no one I know is watching them. So, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. I've been thinking about it all week. But the question that I have is... So, this is uh, Josh the
0: Merc Rayner again. And uh, I guess this is the week of technical difficulties. Uh, You know, Collider had their problems and apparently so did uh, After Live as your co-host jay wade uh he lost his internet connection and cut out here and uh, was not able to come back so um
3: he was mid-sentence and uh, when we jump back uh, your host mike will be uh, finishing off the question that he had started so here we go uh
2: the question is if prequel game of thrones series would be as big as game of thrones
0: no I don't think so i I don't think so i think uh, i think I think Game of Thrones this current version of Game of Thrones just hit like that weird sweet pocket of like just being in in the right in the right moment at the right time with the with the right amount of like publicity and the right amount of people getting into it you know i think i don't know i've I've never heard of like a, a prequel ever working or being bigger than the original show you know what I mean. The only other example I can kinda of sort of think of, but then it's like I don't really know people that watch it is like Better Call Sal, the prequel show to like Breaking Bad, which people uh... say is like really, really good, but I mean no one's really talking about it. Everyone keeps talking about how good Breaking Bad was. Um yeah. So I don't I don't think it'll be bigger than the original Game of Thrones.
3: Um I doubt it will be. There are people who just won't wanna go revisit it. Um do we have confirmation of what it's about or I mean yeah. I haven't really kept up with the news on it
0: I heard a rumor it's supposed to take it's supposed to take place 500 years before the first season of Game of Thrones Aww. and it 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 really sets up uh the mythology and it follows uh the Targaryens the, the family more than anything but that's just a rumor okay.
2: I
3: I desperately and I don't think it would need to be a full-blown series, maybe just a a little limited series. I want to see freaking Robert's Rebellion and I want them to cast the like the young Ned Stark and the Lyanna Stark and and all of them. I mean they were so good in those like flashback memory scenes. I'm like I want to see more of this and people are like oh we don't need to see it blah 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 and I'm like well you can't make like 12 seasons out of it obviously cuz we know where it ends but like I think that would be so good
0: Do you do you think I have a question do you do you think this season of game of thrones especially left such a sour taste in everyone's mouths that once they finally do announce a prequel do you think people are just going to be like not watch it because of of how they feel about this the uh series finale
3: um maybe i mean there are definitely people who you know got their feelings hurt or whatever they think they were owed something uh by hbo and didn't get what they whatever um I, but i definitely think that there are people who probably it ended And they're done. Like, they, you know, they have their closure. They don't want to reopen it again. Just like people, there are lots of people who only watch the Star Wars movies. They're not going to go into the books. They're not going to go into the TV shows, whatever. I think it'll be a bigger deal once it comes. There's lots of people who probably don't even know it exists or is going to exist. But, Yeah. um, yeah, I don't think it'll ever get to be as big as Game of Thrones, though. It's just not going to be.
0: No, yeah, I, I, I believe it'll, it'll find some mild form of success. Like, there's, yeah. there's people there, like for example, let's just take like Lord of the Rings, the other big fantasy thing where and then the Hobbit came out and there's people who like it. And obviously people went out to go see it based on their love of, of, love of Lord of the Rings and that material. But, it, but the Hobbit wasn't the big phenomenal. It didn't have that big phenomenal uh, impact like Lord of the Rings did. You know, where like everyone saw Lord of the Rings. And then the Hobbit came the Hobbit came and literally went. And it's just like, Well, oh, there it is. Alright, there you go. Yeah.
3: There's something about being the first.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what it is too.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at other examples of prequel shows. Uh let's see. Smallville. Gotham. Hannibal. I mean,
0: um, I've, but I I feel like those shows are different because they're based based off already existing material. It's not like it's not like Game of Thrones that was adapted from a book. Like like we've had fifty plus years of Superman prior to Smallville. You know what I mean with comic books and then the Superman. Uh,
2: okay. I see what you
0: mean.
3: Was Fear the Walking Dead a prequel to it the is Walking Dead? a prequel.
2: Dead? It is a prequel. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed.
3: I've never watched it. I actually literally just started watching The Walking Dead today.
2: Ah, okay. I, ha- I have like
3: nine nine years to catch up on, apparently. Um. Good,
0: Good <laughs> luck.
2: <laughs> it's like a, a person watching Game of Thrones for the first time.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, you've got Dude. some work to do there. It's the equivalent. It's,
0: it's probably the main reason why, like, I watched the first season of Breaking Bad, and I was like, I can't do this. I just, I can't do this.
3: Now Breaking Bad I did watch entirely on Netflix and I watched um and and it hit a point where yeah it it's a lot to watch back to back. I watched all of Sons of Anarchy on Netflix and my husband oh. gave up a few seasons in because he's like I just can't take this anymore. Like that much destruction and death and everything like back to back to back.
0: Yeah. I was the exact same way too. I tr- I really tried so hard against Sons of Anarchy, and I, I watched the first season. And then after that too, I was like, I can't, I can't do this like this. It's just, it's too much, man. Like, like with Walking Dead too. Like, like those first three episodes are just so intense, and it's just like, oh yeah, I can't and, handle this.
3: And I'm steady texting my cousin who's obsessed with The Walking Dead, and you know, watches it week to week and has for you know since the beginning and i'm like how much money did they pay extras for this show because (laughs) like there's hundreds of them and we're on like i was in like the second episode or the first episode and there's hundreds of people and you know all zombie like and i'm like okay this is gonna be intense
2: Sorry folks, uh, Wade has disappeared and the internet has completely shut him down, so at least it wasn't a copyright strike, which leads into Wednesday's show, because my god, what the heck happened?
0: Dun dun dun!
2: Okay, so I was not watching it live. Me neither! Neither was I. Neither was I. So, so I, Wade would pop up in the chat, and he's like, oh my god, it's down! the live stream is down and I'm thinking what is going on and apparently they watched the how it should have ended Aladdin uh video which uh copyright strike YouTube was like boom copyright strike I was like thinking they played trailers they tr- played videos in the past they never got a copyright strike but this totally uh bombed them yes. <laughs> I was so like flabbergasted.
0: I really, at first, I thought because I was on the, I'm on the uh, Collider Life Facebook group, and from what I saw, it was like like people were spamming them because if you look at the the screenshots, it says they were taken down for spam or something like that. So I yeah, thought it was, was like...
2: flaked for like yeah, it was weird. Yeah, but apparently it was a copyright thing. I mean, I guess maybe someone did report in spam. I guess I don't know. It was it's weird, but. It was uh it was twenty minutes shorter, which they later cut together. But uh so basically they were showing off the studio a bit more. It was it's like a prop closet. It had everything like in the corner. they like they had the cutout in the corner, they had like Beetlejuice, they had like a bat and they had it was just random stuff in the in the in the studio. Um, so here they keep asking like, what should we get? Like, should they get a new table, a clock, or t- should like Christian get like more cardboard cutouts for the room? <laughs>
3: I, I mean, if I were them, I think you just accidentally set a small fire in that room. Like, oops, <laughs> it's not usable anymore. We have to evacuate.
0: I mean, I I, I kind of like the room. It's kind of part of the show now, where it's like it's just this little tiny closet that they have to huddle themselves in and secretly do the podcast in. Um. As far as what they should get, I mean like why does Christian need a clock? He has Cody in his ear, isn't that? See and, and that? he
2: did he did that. He kind of like Cody popped up the clock on the screen. It's like he's like, Oh, watch the point now
0: <laughs> Exactly. And
3: they all have cell phones sitting right in front of them. Right, yeah, and they, Christian
0: they make... <laughs> I mean, Yeah they Chris... make no qualms about texting and answering phone calls during the middle of the show, so like why do you need a clock, man?
3: I think Before they get a table, a clock, or more cardboard cutouts, I think that the main thing they need is an AC vent. Right. Put in that room. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know if the building has central air. I would kind of hope so. I hear it gets warm in LA, so. Probably. um, So yeah, that room probably needs an vent. That that might be where you start. Well.
2: Like I said, I think it's that room is like a freaking closet because it, it, it's so small. But yet, it's like they turned into a, a little podcast room. It's just like there's nothing in there. There's no windows. There's no like vents. It's just like a little room. Yeah, uh, I
0: agree. Get a get a fan at least. I mean, yeah.
2: oh, but then it'd just be like just blowing into the microphones half the time. Ooh,
3: get not one not- of
0: those. Get one of those ones that like 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 turns like. Like three fourths of the way around, you know. It's like,
3: oh, an oscillating fan, yeah.
2: They uh, they start playing like all the Riley sound bites. Just like this is not a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so. Oh, nice.
0: The the fan sounds so annoying.
3: <laughs> I love Angry Riley. He's the best.
2: It's the best for sound bites for sure. Oh. Oh, man, I just was...
3: love when something annoys him.
0: I kinda I kinda like Angry Christian cuz then he goes on those epic <laughs> rants. I mean, if it wasn't for Angry Christian I never would have started my collider music career, you know? True. <laughs> true. That's so nah, nah, clack bite. Nah, bite. He Fucking didn't... Disney shells, that's clack bite.
2: He does those impressions, just like those yeah. stupid little voices and it's just like it's so funny just to hear him just like <laughs>
0: Oh, oh! They said they were gonna talk about Star Wars, and then they did it.
2: I mean, we we always like we always say like don't talk about those kind of people because it's
0: kind of annoying when they do that.
2: But it is funny when they just mention that a lot. It's just like ah ah.
0: Clickbait. Yeah. No, but it's like I I think we had this conversation before you and me where it's like yeah, it's it's part of the show and it's funny. The same time, too, it, it, it's kind of a fine line of like how much of that should you mention, and how much you just be like, ah, fuck it, just ignore it.
2: True, yeah, I think we did talk about that. Um, I think we did, yeah. I think it was the, uh, that's the most common thing I bring up, just like because I am really kind of annoyed by it, but it's, it's slowing to slow down now. Uh, yeah. segment on this podcast, we talk about Cody's cuts, you know, because the cuts to Cody are just the best in the world. <laughs> Ow, yeah. <laughs> So he goes to his whiteboard, he has this like little whiteboard, he's just spreading, sorry to anyone looking for Star Wars during this whole thing happening, it's just so <laughs> hilarious.
0: Yeah, Cody's comedic timing lately has gotten really, really good. He's he's easily becoming one of the best parts of the show for me, just like, him randomly cutting to the booth and it's him and Alex and like sometimes Christian would come, in, other Christian will come in and they'll be like, oh my god, especially the one where they're talking about Game of Thrones. And he has a white and he's like, yeah, they're still talking about Game of Thrones. And then Christian's like, oh, crap. And he leaves. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I love those bits. Those bits are so good.
3: Uh, it's
2: the best bits. Um, yeah. so, so I will mention this. There was another female in the room for the Wednesday show. Kate came back.
3: Yay!
2: I know. Kaylin was so excited to see uh, two vaginas at the same room at the same time. I know
3: it's 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 like a unicorn on that show um it's i just i mean i love the fact that they always make a point to make sure no matter what that it's not just all men which is great um but i love it when there's two women who can bounce off of each other a little bit so that made me very very happy when i looked up and i'm like kate's in the room and i just love her anyway she's only she hasn't she's only been on the show what a handful of times maybe Right. But oh, she is great, and she's just like she's sort of to me, kind of like the Brett of the show, in, in the from the female perspective because she's sort of right. Yeah, mm. she walked away from a lot of this stuff and yeah, has sense. been family focused, and you know she knows some of what's going on, but she doesn't always know. You know, she hasn't always seen the latest movie or whatever because she's picking up kids from, you know, preschool and stuff like that. And um, So I I really – and I really dug her and Riley in the back just talking, like, about their awkward date. Like they felt like they were on an awkward first date or whatever.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that weird couple – we feel like we're in a weird couple's date and the other couple is fighting and we're just here. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah.
2: I see, I haven't seen those, but have you guys seen the Clatter Heroes episode with Roxy?
3: Yeah, I, I watched it, and she was really good on it. I, I think I said it the last time I was on here, but I love Roxy when she gets to talk about stuff she loves. Like, that is my favorite. She just turns and, like, the, her, the passion just lights up in her, and so this was perfect for her. But what I did notice also is... Um, Koi, if you have to talk after Koi Jandro, you sound like you're talking at a s- snail's pace. It does not matter how fast or slow you talk. You sound like a sloth.
0: I'm always surprised how fast Koi can talk. like, Because you, you know he has to think like that too in order for that to come out as precisely as it does. And I don't know how many times I've slurred my words so far in this podcast. I'm just like... How does he do it? Like, what vitamins is he taking that I can take?
3: And Amy so keeps up with him, but, like, no guest has yet to keep up with them. And I don't know how you do.
2: But yeah, she said the studio uh, for that is better than, of course, the Clutter Live studio, because that's a damn nice studio. I mean, you got, like, the fancy desks, you got the cameras, and the people looking in the monitors. It's just, oh, it's so fancy, but... uh I guess to with what
0: they got. I think Christian even said too, right? It wouldn't really fit the personality of the show, and I kind of agree with that too because it it feels like, I don't know, Clara Life to me has that feeling of like people just hanging out and just shooting the shit, whereas like the studio in Collider is like this is the 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 news studio. This is where we sell the news, you know what I mean? So, I kind of agree with that. I kind of like like it's personal. It's closed in. It's like its own little thing. Different setting. But, um yeah, uh, hashtag give them an AC.
3: Yeah. um especially, I, I will...
0: especially for Josh, who's always sweating in that room.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like, I like the openness a little bit more in the main studio, but I definitely don't think that desk works for what they do, for sure.
2: Do th- I mean, the small room is nice, but would you think it'd be nice for them to eventually move into, like, a bigger Room like that, just so they can have much more space, and they can have like more people to like come into the studio, you know, on Collider Live at least, and play like those games like they used to do back in the day, like the celebrity impression dating game or something.
0: I mean, they could still do those games in that room. I mean, maybe get a smaller desk, maybe, but I mean, I like I like the intimacy of it for sure, and like. I, I, I feel like the interview becomes a little bit better because it feels more intimate and more personal that space. Okay. And I, I feel like, I feel like sometimes that allows some of like the, the guests to be like a little bit more kind of loose and open versus like, Oh, it's just like the three of us rather than like being like a really big studio and there's all these lights and cameras in front of you. It's like, Oh, I gotta be on, I gotta be this big personality. You know what I mean?
2: Okay. okay that makes sense. Good uh, choice of words. They reviewed Aladdin, which uh, it was mostly positive and mixed, because Roxy loved it, um, Christian liked it, but uh, like I said, we'll probably go see it.
0: Yep, that's the consensus, like, well, we're going to go check it out. Yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah. Uh,
2: the, the, the big the big chunk of the news was, uh, which both of you guys might, may or may not uh, enjoy with this, uh, first off, the Lord of the Rings show, uh, that's coming out pretty soon, hired someone from Game of Thrones, so that might be good for experience-wise to lead into good storytelling.
3: Um, they hired, um, oh, shit, um.
2: I, that's why I didn't write the name now, I didn't know who it uh,
3: was. no, they hired the guy who started off as DB and, uh, Dave and Dan's, he was their aide, he was like their assistant, oh, and then they- shit. Uh, Brian oh. Cogman. Is it Brian Cogman?
2: Oh, okay.
3: And then he, um, they let him write one of the episodes. And uh, then he became like a big writer on the show. And then he became like a big, like co-executive producer. Like he moved up the ranks on that show really, uh, really uh, fast. Okay. So, and I think he had like a huge hand in it kind of behind Dan and Dave. So I am totally cool with that. Um, I see no issues with that whatsoever. None of them seem to know who he was, but I'm a commentary geek. I love to listen to audio commentaries, and so I've listened to a lot of the ones for Game of Thrones, and that's where I learned a lot of that stuff because he does some of them.
0: My main concern is, like, I love Lord of the Rings, and I love the material, but do we really need a show? Like, what are they going to base to show off of the movies themselves are like already pretty great are they perfect no but like they're as close to me they're as close as perfect as we can get so what's what's kind of the point
2: Uh, usually different interpretations you know a different adaptation maybe more book focused maybe more material from the book that it wasn't featured in the movies maybe cuz you have a chance to expand more in television you know with episodic episodes you can expand on the lore of the books more so than you do with the films i know peter jackson did his uh, as much as possible with the content within the books to make it into a feasible length movie so
0: yeah but my counter argument to that would be like look at the hobbit films that completely expand on lore and people like shit on those films because of it
2: I don't know. I'll
3: uh, see how it goes. I don't know. I haven't formed an opinion about whether I care about a Lord of the Rings TV show or not. I mean, we're really assuming here that it's even going to happen. We know the likelihood that things of things actually happening that get announced. is not so good. So, you know. Hey,
0: I'm pretty confident it's going to happen. Amazon seems to be making it into a big deal for it not to happen. But that being said, how many times have we seen new mutants come up? And they're still delayed? <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, that yeah. one's... That's a hot mess. Oh, man. Yeah. Just drop it on Hulu for fuck's sake and just let it go.
0: Yeah, for real. Just count your losses.
2: Man, it's the only place you could probably drop it at this point. Just, just let it go. Drop it on Hulu for people to watch and just
0: move on.
3: Or, or just hide it in a desk drawer somewhere. <coughs>
0: yes stop mentioning it stop moving it and putting it back into our consciousness <laughs> just just pretend like it doesn't exist
2: and then and then if they do hide it into the, like, into a vault somewhere and then it's like a hundred years later or something or like in the future it's like <laughs> they found this like relic you just like blow up the dust like what is this new mutants what is this they start like popping it in it's like oh 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 this is why it's been shelved for so long <laughs>
0: Let's be real, in a hundred years is going to be aliens from dimension. be like, no wonder these humans went out of existence. Look at the films they made. Good God.
2: The other thing they talked about was Star Wars because they released uh, Variety. Uh, yes, Variety, Star duh. Star
0: Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Sorry. Yep,
2: Variety had exclusive on Star Wars, the <laughs> images and some plot details. I... I the photos are looking good. Um, I'm excited to see it. That's all.
3: I really I really didn't delve into it. I kind of didn't really want to. Um like didn't wanna dig too deep into it. I mean, no matter what, we're going to see this movie. I don't you know.
2: Right. Yeah, same I'm just good. like going in yeah. just going in, just going to see the movie, that's it. A lot of the promotional, like marketing, like trailers and like photos like this, and then the, the you know, plot details. It's just like, just give us the movie.
0: Yeah, I think I think the only the only thing that I'm a little trepidatious about is just the internet community and how they're going to receive the film, and then especially of how of they're going to treat the 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 actors in the film. I, the biggest thing that bummed me out about the Last Jedi wasn't so much the movie itself. I'm I'm okay with the film it was just a reaction man like it was it was just too much and the internet took it way too far to the point where they harassed that poor lady and it was just like come on guys like it's just ultimately the end of the day it's the film like that's the only thing like yeah we're all gonna go watch it like disney owns all of our souls um (laughs) i'm I'm just like i don't know man i'm just scared of how the internet's gonna take it like this, I I feel like what happened with Game of Thrones is going to happen with uh with the last episode of the of the saga, right? Supposedly episode nine concludes the saga, and from <laughs> and we're gonna get new stories from here on now. And I'm pretty sure we're gonna get a lot of dissatisfied fans. I hope humanity proves me wrong, but so far it unfortunately hasn't. So that's the only thing I'm kind of like, I just like I want to be a part of it, but I don't want to be a part of it. If that makes sense?
3: Oh, absolutely! Like. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean you have to be a dick, but yep. some people think that if you don't like it, you have to let people know why they need to hate it too and that's not okay that's yeah. really not okay that's and they've talked about that quite a bit like that's where you draw the line and so like i don't I don't really like the last jedi that much it's it's got some issues and but I mean, God bless you if you've found something great in there that spoke to you yeah you know that's great if you find something in a movie that speaks to you and resonates with you then that's fabulous and I'm not going to take that away from you I'm certainly not going to attack an actress who I mean was directed to act the way she was was reading off a script that someone else wrote that was edited by someone else you know like she didn't have control over that
0: yeah and it's just and it's like you said, too, like, you're completely allowed to not like something. Like, I do not like the transform, the Michael Bay Transformer films. I think they're an absolute mess. They're hot garbage. It's just jumbled up nonsense. I have cousins who love those films, who say, like, those are my favorite films of all time. My favorite competitor in the schmodown has been known to be a huge advocate of Transformers. I outlaw. wonder who that is? <laughs> the outlaw, John Roca. Horseman. But, um, but yeah, but you're allowed to like things and not like things. Just don't don't go out of your way to attack people who disagree on your opinion. Like, I've, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I was raised or whatever, and or it's just the way I am. But I never understood people who deliberately go out of the way to make you or try to make you feel bad for liking a thing or disliking your thing or, you know, I just, I don't get that aspect of the internet. I just really don't. I don't understand what drives someone to be that malicious you know, with you, with intent.
3: Absolutely, and you know, I kind of miss the days where I opened the newspaper and looked at the list of movies showing and was like, well, I've heard of that one, and it looked okay, so I'll go see that one. And then I left the movie and was like, It Or I didn't, and I never once asked anyone else's opinion in the world about it.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. I miss those days a little bit.
2: Finally, Thursday show. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this is Dorina, of course, uh, in the Mm -hmm. studio. Uh, The main thing... Okay, let me backtrack. David, you were mentioned again in the show. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they talked about their favorite Collider Live fan songs, and none
0: of them were yours. They're all yep. Thrawn's.
2: Yeah, and they're like, "Where's
0: Thron?" Oh, uh, I know where Thron is, but I'm not allowed to disclose that information. Sorry. Just, just know that he is, uh, he is living his life. He is a happy, happy dude, and he doesn't have time to write silly songs for a silly show on the internet. <laughs> At least currently. And we'll see if he makes a return. Who knows? Oh. I don't doubt. I don't doubt that eventually he will. It's gonna be a song that's gonna blow everybody out of the water. But for right now, he's he's kind of busy. It's understandable. It, uh, it wasn't what it wasn't what Jarena said. Where he's like, "Oh, Thronch just like fuck you." <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's not quite that. It's more like, "Oh, I gotta go do this other thing that's more important," which I understand.
2: Yeah, that's how life is. Yeah, um, they keep trying to get Christian to watch the thing. And there was a screening with double feature with the thing and a Starman. It's just like, just watch the movie. I just keep saying that.
0: Just watch the movie. Just watch I think it. at this point, I think at this point, it's just like a, it's just like a fun bit for Christian. So he's deliberately not going to go watch it just to keep the bit alive.
3: Yeah. Or he secretly watched it and is still just playing along.
0: Oh, that could be that could be it too, actually. That
2: that is uh, Jay Wade's theory. He keeps he kept saying in the past, he's like, "Oh, he's seen it," and he's just not telling us. So it could be. Um, okay, there was this exchange. Oh my god, this exchange on the show. I had to like, I had to make sure I like quoted this verbatim in the show notes because it was so hilarious. Just listen to this conversation. They're like, "What happened to Roca? <laughs> Does he he got the shits?" He's not going to be in the show today. Uh, everyone has the shits. I guess he does. Does he really? No, he, do- he doesn't have the shits. <laughs> Christian's like, guy shits every three minutes, and then and Cody's playing the bites, He's just like, I want your ass, and I want it now. <laughs> and Christian's like, yeah, you better take care of your ass, because you're shitting up that bathroom like every six minutes. <laughs> and, and then and Cody plays horseman! And he's like,
0: yeah, that's <laughs> what
2: Screams every time he takes a dump.
0: That's the obvious joke, though, when he did that. That was the oh, obvious was joke. That
2: joke, and Darius like, "Oh, that's sad." Well, Christian's like, "Well, maybe not. It depends. Maybe <laughs> they're just letting out the four horsemen, and they box." <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you don't like the mood?
2: I don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> that's one of my. it's one of
2: those moods today. And they're like, "Yeah, we all like that." That was like the funniest thing. I laughed in stitches. I'm still laughing now because it's so damn funny.
3: Christian was in a mood today. I don't know what he ate or drank or ingested this morning, but he was on a roll today. I'm like, who is this?
0: I'm pretty sure it's because of the previous night because he went to go watch Aladdin. That's probably why he was in a mood.
3: No, that was the night before that, wasn't it? Wasn't that Tuesday night? That was Tuesday night.
0: Was that Tuesday night?
3: Yeah, because they talked about... They reviewed
2: it on Wednesday Yeah. Yeah, I don't
3: know
2: what he did on
0: Wednesday night. then. Um... Oh, so then, yeah, what the hell did he do to himself? (laughs) Because you can play it up like, oh, Aladdin, the genie. Genie's silly. It's probably a silly movie. It's just in a silly mood. But then, like, yeah... If it wasn't last night, then, then,
2: hmm.
0: were substances <laughs> involved? It's the,
2: it's the case of the Green Man again.
0: Ah! Oh, green Man shit. strikes again!
2: Green Man has captured Christian and did some stuff Wednesday night leading up to the show.
0: Nah, no, you don't like the mood, man? I don't give a sh-
2: <laughs> Like, whoa, man, you need to just, like, do whatever you want just to fuck
0: around. You don't like these poop jokes? I don't give a fuck. Poop jokes are funny, man.
2: Uh they often talk about this on the show in general, but they you know, like Riley's really having to not look at his phone all the time, so it was a thing and they talked about how not looking down the phone, you know. And it's kinda of like related to Dorina's trip to Joshua Tree, you know, and It just made me think about our experiences with our phones and technology and social media. Like, do we spend a lot of time on it? Do we just, like, have decent management over that?
3: I have uh, poor self-control over it um, (laughs) to the point that it's probably been a couple years now. My husband and I actually both turned off all the sound and vibrate when we get a text message so like when we're watching a movie or you know just hanging out together it's not like one of our phones vibrates and we have to look at it right that minute Mm. um i turned all my emails from um where they automatically pop up to where i have to actually go in and like refresh my email to get them Mm. um because sometimes you get an email, you know, work-related or something, and you're sitting in a movie theater, and you're like, well, I can't do anything about this anyway. But then it's in your head because you read it. And so uh, my phone was, you know, annoying me a lot. So I turned a lot of that off, and it, it's actually made for a nicer experience. You left you you know, three hours pass by, you've watched a whole movie, and then you look at your phone, and you're like, oh, 27 text messages. I did not care at all. Because i was invested in
0: life so yeah. yeah i'm kind of the same way it depends on what i'm doing like for example if i have a gig from playing somewhere i usually turn the phone silent and i turn down everything so i just don't feel the vibration or anything that I, I don't have any distractions from what i'm trying to play and accomplish in the moment for sure if i go to a movie always silent or airplane mode i don't want to be disturbed i don't want, unless it's like an absolute emergency where Nowadays, most phones, you can kind of set it to where someone calls you more than twice, then it'll vibrate. So you, I, I leave it at that just in case it's an absolute emergency. But other than that, for the most part, movies, if I'm playing a show, if I'm at a show, um, I I turn that sucker off. That being said, uh, when I'm teaching, I'm always on my phone. Because I hate kids. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm never on my phone, boss, who might be listening.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, let's look up this <laughs> this this after Show podcast about a internet show on on Collider. Oh, oh David B's
0: on here. Yeah, well, David B's David B is uh, like ambiguous enough that they may or may not know, but that being said, eventually be like, I thought that voice sounded familiar. So just just in case it was a joke, ha, <laughs> ha, funny, funny joke.
1: David, you're
0: fired.
2: <laughs> you're fired. Uh, okay, so... No, no,
0: but, no, but for real, legitimately, sometimes I am on my phone with some of the kids, but it's only because there's just some kids who just, like, no matter how much you try to, like, implement something in them and try to get them to practice, there's just some kids who are like, my mom's making me do this, so I don't care. So eventually I get to the point, like, all right, well, I don't care about teaching you, so just do that exercise again, so... I'm sorry. There's just some kids just aren't worth the effort after a while.
2: Yeah, I'm the worst. Don't ever look at me because it's just. I'm on the phone all the time. You know, I'm on the social. I'm on I'm downloading podcasts. I'm watching YouTube. I am just all over the fucking place and I have no self control whatsoever. I mean, it's respected situations. Sure, I'll silent it, uh, vibrate it, whatever. But otherwise, I'm just in the zone with everything
0: <laughs> i just had a funny scene where it's like it's like you're at a funeral and you're <laughs> you're 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 popping up collider live and it's that rant about man that guy has the shits every three minutes <laughs> we are here today to pay our respects to our dearly departed beloved beloved and he was a good man and it's like oh huh? Huh? clickbait even worse, you're listening to one of my songs, like, you just pop up, like, I don't know. Like, you pop up clickbait, and it's just the part at the end where Kersh is like, SHUT THE FUCK UP! <laughs> In the middle of a funeral, you're just, like, banging your head, like, Oh, I forgot where I was.
2: So, the main discussion of the uh, this show was uh, the Terminator Dark Fate trailer dropped. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. It's something. It it's 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 a teaser. It even though the trailer says official but the title says teaser. I don't it's uh it gives me vibes that reminds me of Salvation at times because they're messing with a, a possible human terminator hybrid. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what the new characters are and what their role is, a lot of people are asking, like, who are these two characters? Where's John Connor? It's like, I th- I'm thinking to myself, look at Wikipedia, look at the Wikipedia article, and I, it's, you're not going to get spoiled, but it's just like, you just look at the cast list, they'll explain what the roles are, because the two female leads are like the the equivalent to the first and second film's you know, relationship, because the female Terminator is like human, I guess, and she's protecting the other girl, just like Arnold was to John Connor. So that's that's the relationship they're going with. And then Sarah Connor's back, you know, but she's like, I've never seen this before. And I will say right now, before moving on to you guys, um, John Connor is in the film. He is going to be played by an actor, which I don't know his name, but the young John Connor is going to be CGI-faced with Edward Furlong's face.
0: Uh, for the actor.
3: Oh. Okay.
0: Is that is that confirmed?
2: It is. Mm. I, I I've looked it up on Wikipedia. I think it's confirmed. I mean, I don't know where the source oh. came from. It's probably true, but it's just like mm. it could be. I don't know right now. It depends on if they show John Connor in the trailer in the future, because there's like two, three more coming.
3: Well, I've only ever seen Salvation. I, I don't have a ton that, of memory that, of it. That
2: but doesn't I, help as much because it has, like, no relation to what, what really happens.
3: It, yeah, it, it seemed like a weird little movie. Um, I remember thinking it didn't have much of a plot, and I was really confused, and it, I, I didn't enjoy it. And, um, I've never, I've just never gone back to, to watch the original ones. I, um, I don't think, I don't think I was alive when the first one was made. And, this, uh, Terminator 2, that was what, early 90s, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was a, a baby. So, um, I've just, it's not a, it's not movies I've circled back around to. And, um, I don't know I, I nothing I saw made me you know jump up and down that I need to go get caught up so I can definitely go see this movie.
2: yeah, that's probably the bad case for it because the first two films are great films, uh in my opinion, so
0: yeah, I agree. those first two films the first one is really, 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 really good, that second one though. It's the rare occasion where, like, a sequel is way better than its predecessor. That second one, man, Judgment Day, is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, action films of all time. Um, I, I mean, the trailer was, the trailer was fine. It was fine. I'm not particularly excited for Terminator anymore, unfortunately. Like, I saw Genesis, and, like, I forgot about that movie. But the only like memory I have is like the emotion it causes me, which is like they ruined Terminator. This is it. <laughs> no more Terminators after this. So I'm a little shocked we're getting another Terminator movie. Um, cause just just considering how how not great the last few have been. Uh, I like seeing Sarah Connor back. I think that's cool. Honestly, I, I like seeing Arnold get work. I'm fine with that everything else about it i'm i'm kind of like uh wait and see because i i right now at this moment i don't really care there's nothing about that trailer made me go whoa this is a must-see film oh terminator's back no i'm just like it's a fine trailer but i i don't care unfortunately i don't care it's such a bummer because like you said mike those first two films so good and it has so much it had potential to. It'd be like a legitimate franchise and just for whatever reason it just seems like once james cameron was like i don't want no part of this that franchise is <clears throat> plummeted which that reminds me though what I mean, i'm very surprised about though in the trailer was that james cameron's credit as a producer on the film isn't he
2: yeah so that's what happened here the after genesis um the rights came back to james cameron And James Cameron was like, we're doing a new movie. And henceforth, here we are with Dark
0: Faith. So, there's little things about this film surrounding it. Again, the trailer did nothing for me, right? Right. But the fact that it's, like, produced by James Cameron, right? And they're completely pretty much ignoring everything that came out after Terminator 2. And it's like, no, this is the sequel to Terminator 2. that, That gives me hope. But it's like I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to to temper that hope, because, I mean, Terminator Genesis that trailer kind of looked okay, and then that movie was what it was, unfortunately. So I'm just kind of like, all right, I've been burned by this franchise before, so I might go support it, but I'm definitely gonna have a wait and see approach.
3: Um, I think one thing we can, I I would assume we can all agree on is that Mackenzie Davis was ripped.
2: Fuck uh-huh. yes. Oh yeah, she's ready to kick some ass.
3: Must have eaten a lot of chicken.
0: I am both attracted and intimidated by her.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> I have a crush on you, but I fear you at the same time. They
2: uh they, they especially brought in Frosty to discuss the f- trailer in detail because he saw footage from CinemaCon, which was different than the trailer. I, every time I mean, they talk to Frosty, he's uh, he's very knowledgeable.
0: I mean, I mean personally, like yeah, I I'll, I'll always love what he has to say. I I personally enjoy when he does the junkets for movies, but um, it was kind of like talking about this thing that only you saw. So to me personally, it's like, well, it doesn't exist. Like, I'm just sorry to me, it just doesn't exist. There's nowhere I can go watch this thing that you saw. Only you watched it with like a handful of other people. How do I even know it's a real thing? It's like people who claim they got abducted by aliens. Like, okay, I've never seen an alien. I wasn't abducted by an alien. So how am I supposed to believe that aliens exist? You know what I mean?
3: I don't know. Maybe it's just,
0: maybe it's just me being weird. That's kind of like... It's those things that kind of just like annoys me. Like, all right, all right, cool. It's not a thing, though. It doesn't really exist for anybody else but you. Like, why are we talking about this? It's just for you to be like... Oh, well, I saw this thing that you didn't remember.
3: Well, given the reaction to the trailer, I think it might be a good idea to release some of that footage. If um, it's
0: real. If it's real. Uh,
3: if it's real. <laughs> well, hopefully they have some footage from the movie. Um, So if they do have better footage that might get people more excited, they may want to kind of turn that around pretty fast and get that out there because it doesn't sound like word of mouth is all that good at the moment.
0: Well, it's like it's like Mike said too, right? Like it's an official trailer, but they're also kind of trying to word it as like a teaser. Mm-hmm. So, that was not
3: a teaser. That was yeah,
0: it was. It, a, it was a full trailer. I like agree
2: two, with. Yeah, these. two minutes. Yeah, two minutes long is not a teaser. Yeah, but but the, but the title in the freaking trailer was a teaser trailer. It was like this is
0: not a teaser. No, no, but uh, I don't. I don't know, man. If I don't know, <laughs> if if that if okay if that footage exists, I mean, obviously there's a movie that exists, right? But if this so-called like footage, I was like supposed to be amazing. Like Terminator's back. Like, why can't they just cut that into a trailer? Like, why you got to give me like this trailer? that's like, I get it. It's going to be action filled. And it's, there's this new Terminator that's part Terminator, but also liquid. He's robot and liquid. And he can kind of split himself into two. Like, okay, cool. But like, I mean, ah, uh, just who, who cares? Like, I'm sorry. We're just, That's not that's not what made the first two terminators so great what made those first two terminators so great were the characters the the human people who are like being chased down by this by this force of like violence and death and then trying to figure out how to avoid it and ultimately destroy it that's what was cool about those films and then also of course practical effects minus the actual terminator but they use that sparingly as well so it was never like in your face you know what I mean like ah I just I just don't know guys. I'm not I'm not sold on it. Like I, the trailer's fine, but I just like again, who cares? Yeah, just see what happens. Um yeah. Jay Washington, Jay Washington was the guest on this episode. He is a blast to have on the show.
3: I want him on more often.
0: I uh I didn't get to watch the interview. Well, I unfortunately <sighs> after after the whole Terminator thing, I had to unfortunately get ready. Oh wow! I guess
3: uh, they didn't really interview him. They just sort of had him in there, huh? Yeah, he,
2: they talked about a lot of news. They, uh, they did mention Terminator. They, Riley went through all the news. They talked about like Daniel Craig and injured, but Bond is not delayed. Uh, they talked about the uh, Christopher Nolan new film called Tenet, which is going to be a spy, uh, espionage film. Which, it's like, there was a tweet out there that Riley was looking for, but it's gone. But it, the guy was like, it could be connected to Inception. And they talked about Inception. Um Christian didn't like Inception in theaters, but really liked it on home video. So like you watch it at home, you really liked it. So what film was that for you, Caitlin? Because you mentioned in your notes that it was the oh, same experience. Um,
3: so I saw Captain America Winter Soldier in theaters. And specifically I couldn't hear the movie. And so we actually went and asked them to turn it up. Like, you couldn't hear the dialogue. And even when they turned it up, like, something was up with the sound mixing. Like, it wasn't it wasn't coming through correctly. And I just, you know, so then I couldn't follow some stuff. And, you know, it was fine. It was whatever. Then I watched it at home and loved it. Like fell madly in love with this movie i still love this movie i it's in it may be my top marvel movie it's definitely in the top few i'd have to really sit down and think about that list but i and i, I just look back and i'm like why did i not like this movie in theaters but i really think it was the theater experience not the film
0: yeah exactly I actually have a film that I didn't like when I saw it in the theater, and I loved it when I saw it at home. And surprisingly enough, it was another one of Nolan's films. It was Dunkirk. Absolutely loathed Dunkirk when I saw it in the theaters. I just, and the theater and like the movie production was fine, the noise was fine. And like, I knew I was watching like a spectacle, and obviously, I love Christopher Nolan, but for some reason that day, I was just not into it at all and the movie felt long and I was just like I don't care. It was I'm pretty sure it had a lot of things to do. I was just not in a good space mentally and a lot of bad things happened around that time (laughs) and like uh, I went with a friend too who unfortunately at that time too was not having good moments in his life and we left that film just feeling like dour like my god like what do we do and then we snuck into Girls Trip right next door and we had a blast with that (laughs) film It was funny. I hold up to it. That movie, that movie was hilarious. We had a good time. But then I bought the film. Uh, I think it, like I bought it for Christmas. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll show my family this film. I'll, I'll give it another shot. Because Christopher Nolan, people were raving about it. And it was like Oscar buzz and all that stuff. So, like, maybe there's something I'm missing or I don't quite get. So, I saw it at home. I saw it with my mom first and then, like, I did not feel the length this time, like the movie to me really ran through quickly. I liked the pacing of it. I loved the editing. The action felt really real and gritty without feeling like like over exaggerated. I love the tension of like of like how these people are on for- these soldiers are unfortunately stuck on this beach and they have nowhere to go, and just like the tension between like not knowing who's a foe and who's like an ally. I really liked the film, and then I saw it again with my dad on a separate viewing, and I was like, yep, I really like this film. Like I felt the same way I did the second viewing, where it was like, the pacing's... I didn't feel the length. I thought the pacing was really good. I liked the score. I liked everything about the film. So I was like, why didn't I like it that first time around? And in the theater of all places, too. I can only chalk it up to, like, I was just in a weird mindset maybe that day. But for me, it was definitely, and recently, it was Dunkirk. Yeah,
2: there was suddenly there was a film for me that did that, so... Let's um, see, they talked about how Rotten Tomatoes is changing their audience review system, which... Makes sense, but I really don't go on Rotten Tomatoes anymore to look at... The score, I just... Go based upon... My intuition with what... They're releasing.
3: I look get, at the oops, Oh, I'm sorry. No, no,
0: no, you go ahead, go ahead.
3: I was just going to say I look at I don't look at the audience score because I know how many people are just have an agenda and decide they love it or hate it. I look at the critic score, but I don't take it to heart. I more listen to critics like on on Collider that I tend to agree mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. and go from there.
0: I was I was literally about to ask like do you guys have like critics you follow, and if they agree on a film for the most part you go watch it. For sure, yeah. for me, for me it's like obviously the Collider Live crew if, if they like a movie or something I'll consider it. Like again, I'm gonna go watch Aladdin because Christian liked it so much and Roxy did too. But I also like I follow Dan Merle's critiques a lot. I really love the way he breaks down films. And uh, and uh, Chris Stuckman as well. I know they're not part of Collider and stuff, but right. those those like three critics, especially like Christian, Chris, and Dan Murrow, if they like unanimously love a film, then for me it's like I gotta go watch that film. I watch other critics too, like I watch like like a like a Black Nerd and like Jeremy Johns and like all these other mm-hmm. guys, but it's it's those three dudes specifically that for me are like, oh, if they liked it, that. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I'm gonna like the film as well. What about you guys? Do you guys have like you guys have like critics like that that you that you're like, oh, if these people like it, then it's a must watch for me.
3: For me, um, Christian is usually a pretty good barometer. Um, he uh, especially if like he loves a movie, and like Perry loves it and Roxy hates it, then I probably will like it. Um, for some reason, I, I never sync up with Roxy. But it's a good, that's a good measurement, too. Like, if she hates mm. it, then maybe I'll like it. And if she loves it, um, I, I, you know, I get worried for myself. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of the Collider crew, um, mostly, and Jeremy Johns, we follow him, I don't watch a lot of Dan Merle's reviews. I, I, some, I mean, I love Dan Merle. I don't. I haven't watched him though, so I don't know how I agree or disagree with him. But he's probably a good one for me to check out. He's um,
0: really I I yeah. recommend you you for sure do it.
2: Yeah, uh, Dan Merle, Dan Merle for sure. Jeremy Johns is up there. Uh, it's a lot of the Collider crew to be honest. Yeah, it's nowadays. The critics you watch on YouTube, you know, those, those film critics, they'll give you reviews. Um, the real, re- the real rejects I watch. Oh, uh, those guys are really good. They'll give you a good trailer reaction, and then of course the reviews are very, very much detailed. And I'm like, I like those guys.
0: So, and another group of critics that I follow, but it's not because of like I always agree with what they have to say, but I always find them so hilarious in how they review, review movies. Is um. Red Letter Media, I love the way they they review movies. Dude, it's so hilarious sometimes, and they they think of ways sometimes in ways that I never would have think thought of it. And so, but they don't really haven't done a lot of reviews recently as well. But there's there's another group of dudes I really enjoy as well. Yeah, those guys are really hilarious. They're actually almost by me. They're actually in Milwaukee. So yeah, there you go.
2: Wisconsin dudes represent. (laughs) But yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it's not gonna, it's, they're, for Ryan Tomatoes, the audience score thing is just gonna be, you know, proof of ticket purchase and just like, oh, but then people are gonna be like, yeah, I'm just not gonna waste my time with Ryan Tomatoes at all because it just, it takes a lot of time to just like get the check it up there, write the review, blah, 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 blah. So it's, it's an easier way around it.
0: No, and like and like, uh, Kalen said, it's like, like we saw what happened with like the Last Jedi, and then recently with Captain Marvel. It's just, ugh, that part of the internet that has an agenda can like, you just can't trust it because of, of how that's allowed. You know what I mean? At least not right now. I know Rotten Tomatoes has come on, so they're going to try to fix the system to where it can't be skewed like that so purposefully, but. For right now, it's kind of an unreliable source for me personally to really go see if I will like or dislike a film. I usually only ever go on Rotten Tomatoes if I need to like double-check when a movie comes out.
3: Yeah, I, I do love... What's really fun, though, is looking at movies where the um, critics and the audience, their scores are just so on opposite ends because I want to be like what happened here aren't aren't critics like human beings too <laughs> so what happened here so that's always interesting because that is a movie where I'm going okay I may need to see this just because there's obviously some divisiveness here
0: wasn't wasn't the movie mother like that where like critics like liked <sighs> that film for being so heady and the audience hated it cuz they thought it was going to be some kind of horror film and it wasn't yeah, Wasn't that it?
3: movie that movie was hard I would not doubt it, I don't know for sure, but yeah, that was definitely a, a movie made for critics who love being deep and you know, acting acting like they're you know, they understand film deeper than the rest of us and I just sat there watching it like <laughs> oh, this is awful.
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely movies like that that are definitely made for like that artsy fartsy crowd and sometimes I like them sometimes I don't it depends on the film and the filmmaker I feel like generally speaking the audience just kind of wants to be entertained and escape for an hour to two hours because for the most part most of us have like a, a, a nine-to-five job or we have a career and we got like responsibilities and stuff and we go to the movies to escape not so much to, to be challenged because life itself is already so challenging so, I can see how some movies are for specifically for movie critics all they do is watch movies, and I'm sure for them a movie like that is a breath of fresh air, whereas for us it's well for the layman, right it's kind of like i didn't I didn't pay fifteen bucks for this. I just want to see people fight in explosions <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of those movies we watch at home later when yep. we can somehow watch them for free or for like three dollars um. And then we're like, well, uh, that wasn't worth the time anyway. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm totally with you. And that's, I think a lot of these critics who are coming up, though, like who are younger and on YouTube and things like that. I think a lot of them, sometimes I think they get in their own little space a little bit and start talking about these movies that are masterpieces and great. And the main audience is like, what? But I think that they relate a little bit better to um normal people, you know, people yeah, who, sure. uh, they still kind of get in their own head some, but they're so much better than the old timey, you know, newspaper critics.
0: Yeah.
2: I normally just go on IMDb sometimes. So
0: it just,
3: mm-hmm. That's that my
2: source. Too. That's my source mainly. So, okay. Today's show, Thursday show. I highly recommend you actually watching the Jay Washington bit because they talk about a lot of stuff. Um,
0: oh, I'll get I'll get to it eventually for sure. I just I had a busy day today.
3: Eh, it's
2: understandable. I just um, some highlights when I just want to quickly go over. There was um, talking about the worst conversation on the first date. They were talking about that, and uh, Christian was like bringing up wanting kids. I feel like. I feel like you'd be fertile. It's like, it's like a guy was like, "Hey, you want to be fertile? Uh, i get half kids." So it's just a weird conversation for dating. Um, a caller called in, or no, it was a Facebook question. That's what it was. It was about uh, three wishes from a genie. Uh, Christian says he would love to live in Hawaii. Uh, everyone leave him alone and a lot of money. And dorina's like, "Wouldn't you at least?" have one wish that's good for humanity and Jay just comes in and says fuck humanity.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was,
2: I th- that was like the biggest <laughs> laughter in the room.
3: Yeah, and then Jay was like I'm I'm just going to uh you know live my life and commit basically commit all these sins and then just ask for forgiveness on my deathbed. And then Christian finally decided that his thing to do to for humanity was to um save all the dogs and which are not humans so he kind of failed there again
2: wah, wah, wah. um christian did go see rockman that was a early screening of that uh, he ex- he d- exactly described it as bohemian rhapsody meets moulin rouge
3: or I did he describe it that way or did he say someone described it that way?
2: He did. I think he, he did. did. He did okay. perfectly because it's not a biographical uh one like Bohemian Rhapsody. There's some musical bits like in between the scenes I guess and it seems like Moulin Rouge he said that directly. That's from what I heard at least. And I'm kinda I excited to see that.
3: Oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see this. I mean and Taron Egerton looks fabulous in all the trailers um it takes a lot to I mean he's a good looking young man and to sort of let himself sort of get lost in some of the not always most attractiveness of um John Elton John Elton oh my god Elton John um you know I, I, that takes a lot of you know self confidence and self assurance and I I am really hoping it's really good it looks fabulous
2: yeah I'm excited for it so I can't wait to see it there's a lot of movies I want to see this year so it's going to be a good year for films overall Uh, I think probably the last thing I'll probably mention is that uh, they had a, a like I guess a press like thing for like people to come into galaxy's edge um i think and then christian wasn't invited or anybody from collider uh, Collider jedi council and they had a freelance writer of course from collider but not the council i was just like because a caller called in about that and i was just like you would think you would get somebody from the actual show that's all about star wars but no you get a freelance writer to do that i mean but uh, I can understand why Chris is not going until two years later because, my God, it's going to be crazy on the first day when it opens.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy for a long time. And, <sighs> like, someone did not do their job. Some, some, you know, little intern was put in charge of inviting people and did not know what they were doing because... I mean, at the very least, you know, look up the company. Look up who works for them. And go, hey, these people seem to be on this show a lot about Jedi. Maybe one of them would want to come.
0: Oh, these people have a show where they talk about nothing but Star Wars. Invite the freelancer.
3: I don't know if, if the the thought there was we can invite one person and maybe they can write like 12 different articles for 12 different outlets or something but um, because if they're freelancing but my god how do you overlook that I feel like and I don't know I'm sure they're out there but is there any other um YouTube Star Wars related thing that's as big as theirs I mean I know um ah oh, shit um oh the the man who um uh, he's really good at the star wars trivia and he's got uh star wars explained is his channel um oh my god what is his name anyway he has a name but um he you know he's extremely popular but i mean. I don't know how you don't know that this is like such a main place for Star Wars fans to go for information and conversation.
2: Uh It's definitely
0: it's definitely short sightedness, but I mean I don't I don't really think Disney is too concerned about that. They just want nice mm-hmm. things written yeah. about their new nice park,
3: so Uh, I think Christian would have written a lot of nice things because he would have just been so happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm pretty sure anyone who gets invited to go for free is, and you're, like, the first person or one of the first uh, people to, like, step ground on that, you're going to be excited regardless. Like, how can you not be? Unless you're so jaded and your life is so full of some cool things that this thing's like, eh.
3: I really hope that they invited some people who know nothing about Star Wars and then they write articles and are like, I really like the person with the lit up sword. That was really cool. Um, I'll, t-
0: I'll tell you right now. I was never that big of a Harry Potter fan. I never really got to read the books. And when I went to Universal Studios in Florida, Orlando, and I saw Harry Potter World there, I was like, I was like, why is this thing so massive and so big? There's so, there's a lot of people here, and that got me to go revisit at least the movies for now. And oh, that that's awesome! Yeah. yeah, and I bought, I bought Snape's wand and everything.
3: Ah. Uh. See, I bought Siri uh Sirius Black's wand.
0: A a friend of mine bought Voldemort's wand and I was like, That's such, that's such a cool looking wand. It's so vicious looking.
3: Yeah, my husband got um the Elder Wand, which I think it was marketed as Dumbledore's wand, but of course it's belonged to lots of different people. But yeah, uh we got sucked in. But we were already, I mean, total Harry Potter fans. But yeah, I can definitely see where a theme park could get some people excited about it, but um, I at hope least... there's – I'm sorry, what? No, go for it, go for it. I was just going to say, I hope that they invited at least some people who are going to know w- what's going on. Yeah, at
0: least for sure for like the general public, like someone like me who may or may not be into something, it'll, it'll at least hopefully get people to be curious about – how is this thing so big enough that Disney went out of the way to reproduce a real-life replica of said thing? You know what I mean. That was my right. like, thing. That was my thing when I went to Harry Potter World. It's like, why is this thing so big to the point where it's like universes went out of the way, spend millions upon millions of dollars to repli- replicate, like this fantasy world. Like there, it has to be a huge deal for them to do that.
2: Any final <laughs> thoughts? Kaylee, got anything you want to talk about?
3: Um, I do have a suggestion. So the next time you're watching a TV show, I want you to watch it as if you are John Rocha. So every time something happens and it's focused around a male character, I want you to scream out, well, why couldn't that character have been a female? Mm-hmm. Or every time a character is... Uh, you know, like maybe there's a, a minority who uh, did something bad. Why did the minority have to do something bad? Why couldn't it have been a white person to do something bad? It makes everything so much more fun to watch TV shows the way Roka must watch them.
0: Uh, I'm going to do that, but instead of make it about uh, ethnicity, I'm going to go well, why couldn't it be a Mexican who did that? Yes! Why, why can't I be represented more? And then I'm going to uh- go even even further and I'm gonna go why can't it be a Mexican female and then I'm gonna go even further and say why can't it be a Mexican cis female or cis male I don't understand I don't understand why you gotta put a gender to it oh I think I just crossed the line
3: (laughs) well we did this with the show Bodyguard and we were like why did the why did it have to be a male protecting a female? Why couldn't she have had a female bodyguard? Why wasn't every character a female? Like we just <laughs> fell down this this road, my husband and I, and it was it just made life so entertaining.
0: Uh, let's talk about that real quick, like about the whole John Roca thing. I get where John is coming from. I like I really do, and I'm I am one of those people who like sincerely believes there's not enough representation oh
3: absolutely not yeah like
0: female characters on in film especially or like uh like me for example being a mexican-american male like there's not enough representation of like people that kind of look like me on film that being said i also agree with christian where it's like not everything has to be an sjw issue like in fact if you make everything kind of that then you you kind of make like that movement yeah yeah, you make you make it kind of into a joke it's kind of like it's kind of like which unfortunately that's kind of been happening with like the me too movement not to get too political but like like that movement was like really like important and big and everybody was paying attention to it and then some unsavory things happen and now people are not taking it as legitimately and it's it's kind of unfortunate because it's like we should still be taking some things seriously but it's like some people tend to abuse the movement for their own self-benefit or to make themselves look good sometimes unfortunately it's kind of the same thing i'm feeling right now with like the whole sjw thing which i also hate calling it that because it's such a like people use that term to be like like mocking it but it is kind of like what it is at the same time too so i don't know it's just weird like i understand where roca's coming from but i also agree with christian it's like if you oversaturate like that then it's just, just it just becomes kind of a mockery and it's not really like a real thing anymore you know and-
3: Right. And so the, the context of where that came up this week was because in Roka, the, the after show that they do like immediately following Game of Thrones episodes, Roka was like, it's awful that two men decided the fate of this one woman. And it's like, but she went batshit crazy. And they weren't, you know, they it's okay. And I think even Roxy in the room was like, as a woman that did not cross my mind. That was not an issue. It wasn't an issue for me. So I don't know. I I feel like can't, there's always going to be a way to bend it so that someone is offended or someone wasn't represented or someone, you know, you fell into a trap of a, um, a cliche or something. It, no matter what situation you put it in. Or if you try really hard to avoid that, then it's like, oh, well, you were just trying too hard. Like, you just, uh, you know, flipped the stereotype on purpose and it didn't really serve the story. So you can't win for losing in a lot of these fights when they're not about anything, really.
0: Yeah, and that, you know, that's but that's also kind of like the beauty of art in general, right? Like, people interpret anything the way they want to interpret it. Like, whatever you want to see in your art that you consume you're gonna see that and take away from it you know you know what i mean so it's oh, like yeah. like like john is allowed to have that opinion but at the same time though it's it's kind of this weird thing where it's like he should be allowed if he really authentically feels that way then you should definitely be allowed to voice it and express it in some way i think where it uh, is i think this is going back to like an earlier conversation where it gets like where it becomes like this bad thing is when it's like when people are become outraged by it and they try to like make something happen because of that makes sense like but right yes it's 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 weird it's a weird line to kind of walk it's it's something weird to talk about because like it is for some people it is kind of like a touchy subject but like i mean there has to be a consensus uh god i can't say the word consensus of like yeah there's not enough representation in media. But then also we kinda have to look at the media like Game of Thrones specifically is set in medieval times, it's a medieval fantasy political drama. And we all know that unfortunately during that time females weren't even really considered like citizens, to be to be frank, during that time, right? They're like it was yeah, like males were like
3: property of your husband
0: yeah exactly you weren't even considered like your own individual human being during that time and the show kind of plays within the context of that environment like yeah you don't have to like it 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 is kind of unfortunate shocking but then again that's kind of the point of like look how antiquated this way of thinking is and like look how how things work and how things change and why things happen because of like the environment these people grew up in so and and yeah, like Game of Thrones, like of course it was two dudes going against Danny because like there was no other females really in power, and the other few females in power didn't trust Danny and for good reason because she was going fucking psycho. So, I mean, but yeah, but yeah, that's it's a it's, uh, it's a weird, touchy subject sometimes to be able to talk about that stuff.
3: It is and. He's definitely allowed to have that opinion, and I don't take that away from him. It's just sometimes it feels like it eclipses everything. Yeah. Like no matter what, like no matter what the context of the TV show or movie or scene or whatever it is, is um, the representation issue eclipses it all, and it's definitely something that Hollywood is working on. Um, we're seeing some positive strides, maybe not quickly enough, but we are seeing some positive strides. So I take wins where I can get them. The fact that they even had, I mean, at one point the two queens or the two rulers were both queens on that show. Yeah, they, they're both dead, but they both kind of needed to be, um, but that's insane. That's, that's monumental.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, I- you know. I agree
0: with that 100 percent for sure. Yeah, and that's unfortunate too. Like you said, sometimes the whole issue of like representation tends to overshadow something. And um, and Hollywood is making strides. We still do stupid stuff, like like cast like Scarlett Johansson in the character of like not not white lady uh, role, <laughs> but um, but then those movies tend not to be successful and then hopefully Hollywood listens oh we're not making money next time we should definitely stick to the source material and and cast authentically which is like you said Hollywood is changing it's a little slow to kind of learn but it's learning at least and we are starting to get more female led movies and uh, we're like for example obviously we got Captain Marvel we got Wonder Woman we had the all females Ocean's 8 film like and like like a a personal favorite of mine annihilation is like the main cast oh, was all yeah. females and that movie's so good and I love that film so much if no one out theres seen it please go watch it. It's a really really great film and in, in my personal opinion I really love that film too so slowly but surely we're we're getting there for sure okay yeah uh, um <laughs> I blocked uh where are we at now <laughs> That's my line. I'm going to copyright strike this podcast. Uh, no, Roka is one of my favorite personalities, and he has the right to his
2: opinion, like you guys said, but it's just like, yeah, it, it, sometimes it gets too far, and it's just. But otherwise, I would listen to anything he says, whether it's on his podcast or even on Collider, so.
3: Oh, I, I absolutely love him, and, uh, but. I don't, I think I'd be exhausted living in his body. Just like, I don't know. He lives at such a high level of just, you know, fighting the man all the time that he's got to be tired.
0: Horseman. Yes. And like, like I said to you, man, like no joke, day one, my favorite competitor has always been, always will be, John the outlaw Roca. When he was wearing the uh, the mask, and he would come out and put blindfolds on, and he would just like curse down his opponents in those epic promos. I have always loved him. He's always been my favorite competitor. But yes, I I, I agree with uh with Kalen. Like, ugh, it's got to be so tiring. And then sometimes too, as a fan, I love him, but sometimes too, it's kind of like, oh, all right, man, like we get it. You could you could back up just a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm not telling you to not say anything. I'm just saying, hey, turn it down a couple of decibels. And with that, that
2: is Afterlife. The oh
0: god, no, that's the end. <laughs> I love you, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, this is uh, this is the unofficial Claire Live After Show after
0: Afterlife episode 15. I have to thank David B for coming on. Oh man, thank you for having me again. This is a, this is really fun, a real joy, and uh, I've been holding this poop in for the last, I don't know how many hours, and the minute we stop the show, I am evacuating all the bottles.
2: Uh, yeah, David here has been such a great treat, because uh, even with our co-host Wade driving out, he's, uh, he's a great replacement, because without him, we wouldn't have the show, basically.
0: Oh, thank you. So you're saying I am the show? the whole fucking show for all, for any wrestling fans out there.
2: Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me, uh, plug, plug everything out. You should know that this is a produced podcast by, uh, our good producer, Josh. Uh, he is Merck with a movie blog. You can follow him on the Facebook and YouTube, there directly on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Movie Blog The website is com. Ah, we have some exciting news for you folks because the podcast is on other platforms. We are we are excited to announce that this podcast with Taki and is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Man all the platforms for you guys to listen to us all the time, anytime. We're still on SoundCloud, but those are the f- main ones we're on right now, so check it out whenever you can. Uh, Kaylin, where can people find you?
3: Um, They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Rose 715 That's K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715.
2: Yes, uh, by the way, if you want to follow Jay Wade, who is a great joy, he's at on Twitter with Jay Wade eleven thirty four, follow him. Just he's he's a great guy. Uh, David, where can people find you?
0: Uh, I am all over the internet. You can find me on Twitter at David B Music underscore because unfortunately David B Music is taken. You can find me on Instagram at David B Music one because again David B Music was taken and you can find me on youtube though at david b youtube.com slash c slash david b music that thankfully was not taken
2: (laughs) yep and you can follow me on twitter and instagram at mike mixtape uh remember to stay green (laughs) stay green folks (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening and uh we i decided i'm not covering friday because this is a long enough show already We're going to carry that Friday over to the next week's podcast because I think they're not going to have a show on Monday, hopefully. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. This is episode 15, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. (laughs) Goodbye.